Good afternoon. Welcome to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. As usual, I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. And yes, we are back to Saturday afternoon college football. Night games, they're fun. And they should happen every year, in my opinion. But there's something about Saturday afternoon college football that just feels right. So thanks for joining me on KDCR here today as we welcome you to our airwaves for the third game of the 2019 Dort University football season and the first road game and conference game of the year for the Defenders. Our table setter to kick off this afternoon, it's another showdown between a highly ranked Morningside College team and Dort University. And by highly ranked, I mean you can't be ranked any higher. Morningside is number one. And it only makes sense considering the Mustangs are your reigning national champions and they won their season opener over St. Francis of Illinois 80 to 0. That's right, 8 0 versus 0. The last time Dort regularly squared off with a national champion was during Dort's first few years as a football program when the University of Sioux Falls was still in NAIA. And that's nothing against Morningside. I mean, they've been in the NAI semifinals six of the last seven seasons, but the Mustangs just claimed their first national title. USF was in that national title game seemingly every single year, and they hoisted several trophies over that stretch. But with the way things are trending, Morningside has a chance to replicate some of USF's success. The Mustangs have won at least a share of eight straight GPAC titles, again, coinciding with USF's move to NCAA Division II. For the Dort defenders, can you take that next step? This is the fourth season in which Dort will face Morningside with head coach Joel Penner at the helm. And in the previous three matches, an 87-14 loss in 2016, a 62-23 loss in 2017, and a 63-21 loss last season. Now, there's no doubt Dort's gotten better as a football program over the past several years, but that's one tough opponent you're facing year in and year out. 2017's 39-point loss was the most points Dort has scored against Morningside in a while and the least points Dort has allowed against the Mustangs under Coach Penner. And while it's early in the season, it's a chance to measure where you currently stack up against the best that the NAI has to offer. But before we dive into today's matchup at Elwood Olsen Stadium, it's our weekly rundown and reminders. GPAC Commissioner Corey Wester will join us here on the Defender Football pregame show with the GPAC Football Report. That'll be coming up in just a minute or so. We'll also continue our Door Football Senior interview today on the Defender Football pregame show. But the downside, there aren't a ton of seniors on this team, and when their schedules don't work out or they aren't available, there's really not a whole lot you can do. So what we're going to do today and two more times throughout the year is we'll go back to some opening Door Football Senior interviews from earlier. So today we're going to an interview from a few weeks ago. We'll chat with Levi Skonhoven, the starting running back at Door once again, and get his thoughts entering the season. Also, if you missed last week's interview with Luke Desitel, you can go to kdcr885.com, find all of our Dort Football Senior interviews there, including some of the ones from last year. And by some of the ones, I mean all of them. All 10 from last year are up on our website. Just visit the KDCR page or search Dort Football Senior Interview in the search bar at the top of KDCR's website. And lastly, our halftime programming features and includes our segment, Where Are They Now?, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. This week features a former Dort athlete who played baseball at Dort for two seasons after transferring in, and his father currently works for Dort. Joining us this afternoon on Where Are They Now? is Nate Forseth. 
It's been an exciting stretch for Nate Forseth, a new job promotion and a recent engagement, so we appreciate him setting aside some time to share with us about those experiences and a whole lot more. So don't forget to tune in at halftime to KDCR, and don't forget to tune in at halftime of all Dort football games every week to hear new episodes of Where the Now, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hall, a Grinnell Mutual member. We are pumped, we're jacked, we're thrilled to get you set for another Saturday of Dort University football on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. But before we venture into our discussion today on today's opponent, the keys to the game, and maybe a few other items, let's welcome in GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra to the KDCR Airwaves as he brings us the GPAC Football Report. This is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, September 14. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Chris Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. On your Football Saturday Report this week, we start with the scoreboard of games played last Saturday, September 7. One conference matchup, Doan defeated Concordia 17-10. In non-conference action, Dort defeated Waldorf 30-9. Dickinson State over Jamestown 34-0. Briarcliff a winner at home against Dakota State 13-10. Dakota Wesleyan and Mitchell defeated Presentation 44-0 and Northwestern over Valley City State in a game played at Orange City 47-7 was the final score. Here's the week number two, Hoffman America Sports Football Players of the Week. On offense, Luke Loudenberg running back from Dakota Wesleyan, 173 yards on the ground, two rushing touchdowns, also had 38 yards through the air and a touchdown as well in that win for Dakota Wesleyan over Presentation. Robert Robinson, defensive lineman from Briarcliff, is the defensive player of the week. Eight total tackles in the Chargers' win. He had two and a half tackles for loss. He also had a strip sack in the final minutes to preserve the win, which was the sixth win in a row at home for Briarcliff. Tate Gale, kicker and punter from Dakota Wesleyan, is the special teams player of the week for week number two. Three for three on field goals. He also made all five of his PATs and had 154 yards on five punts with a long of 51. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up after the break, we'll preview the first official weekend of GPAC football. The GPAC football Saturday report will continue right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference is an affiliated conference of the NAIA, consisting of 12 private faith-based colleges and universities in Nebraska, Iowa, South, and North Dakota. Founded in 2000, the GPAC is proud of our academic and athletic excellence. Last year, the conference totaled 766 NAIA Dactronics Scholar-Athletes and 193 NAIA Scholar Teams. Since the league began in 2000, the GPAC has claimed 30-team NAIA National Championships. For more information about the GPAC, visit our website, gpacsports.com, or follow us on Twitter at GPAC Sports, the Great Plains Athletic Conference, academic and athletic excellence since 2000. Welcome back to the GPAC Football Saturday Report. Although there was one conference matchup last Saturday with Doan and Concordia, the bulk of the league gets started today. And let's take a look at the matchups around the league for GPAC football. Dakota Wesleyan will travel to Sioux City to take on Briar Cliff, a top 25 matchup in Sioux City across town with Morningside hosting number 24 Dort. Morningside comes in at number one in the country. Jamestown is on the road at Hastings to take on the Broncos. Midland home in Fremont, they will welcome in Northwestern, ranked 11th in the NAIA. 
And then two non-conference games under the lights. Doan will travel to Texas A&M Tarleton State. And Buena Vista University and Storm Lake, Iowa, will host Concordia and the Bulldogs. Both those night matchups are at 6 p.m. for Doan and Concordia. As mentioned, it is not a new ratings week within the NAIA, so three teams within the top 25. Morningside at number one, Northwestern at 11, and Dort at number 24. For more on the Great Plains Athletic Conference, be sure to go to our website. That's gpacksports.com. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter, at GPAC Sports. We thank you for joining us for this GPAC Football Saturday Report for September 14, brought to you by Cypress Risk Management. I'm Corey Westra for the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Thank you very much to Commissioner Wester. Another good look around the Great Plains Athletic Conference and some good context as actually eight teams get ready to kick off their 2019 conference slates. Dort did play a game last weekend, hosting Waldorf to close out non-conference play while Morningside was off. So let's quickly recap how things went down last Saturday evening at Open Space Park between the 24th-ranked defenders and the Waldorf University Warriors. If you haven't checked the box score by now, if you didn't watch the game, and if you haven't heard, the defenders earned their first win of the season last Saturday when they hosted the Waldorf Warriors, an unranked team, but a team that did beat Briar Cliff just the previous week. Ultimately, Dort would win the game by the final scoreline of 30-9. Although Waldorf did score the first points of the game on a Jeff Jones TD reception. And side note, I told you, if he was eligible, he's electric. And uh, you were forewarned on that matter. But anyway, his touchdown came with 4-11 left in the first quarter. And Waldorf led 7-0. But that would be the final time that a Waldorf offensive player found the end zone. Meanwhile, Dort got on the board just two possessions later, thanks to a big play to start the drive. Reynolds, a sophomore from Yuba City, California, takes the snap, turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven, he's off to the races. Go, Levi, go. 40, 30, 25, 20, and dragged down at the 18-yard line. And the defenders a gaping hole that time as the offensive line gashes the Waldorf defense for a big play. That was Dort University Sports Information Director and KDCR Sports Director Mike Biker with the call. Our call of the game from last week and that 54-yard run put Dort in the red zone and just a few plays later, Tyler Reynolds took it in himself. And from there, it was pretty much all Dort. I mean, Waldorf kept it close, but it never really did feel like the defenders were going to lose that game once they took the lead just less than two minutes into that second quarter. And maybe the only real moment of possible contention after that point really came when Waldorf trailed 21-7. The Warriors had the ball inside the door at 5, but on a wildcat play, Jeff Jones fumbled at the goal line and that killed most of the momentum, even if the next play resulted in a safety. And for Dort, you'd trade that. You'd trade 7 points for 2 points any day on defense. So a good trade there for the defenders. For Waldorf, not so much. The Warrior quarterbacks, Edward Dominguez and Hilton Bo Joseph, combined to complete just 41% of their passes, 92 yards and three interceptions. And on the day, Waldorf totaled just 246 yards. That's 3.7 yards per play. Dort's offense almost came exclusively on the ground as well, rushing for 324, but throwing for just 52 yards. It was the second straight game in which the Dort offense threw for less than 100 yards. But there were some major differences in what Dort was able to do offensively that helped change things in Dort's favor. One, Tyler Reynolds threw for two touchdowns, both in and around the red zone. And in offense, you have to score and you have to score touchdowns in the red zone. 
and being able to effectively pass in the red zone only makes it easier for an offense to operate when that field shrinks. The other major difference came in Dort's physicality. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we, we, we don't win football games if we're not physical. I think there are some teams that, that can get away with a little bit more finesse, but just the way we've built our offense, uh, the way we move around and create a little chaos on defense, where we're at with depth and talent and you know, athletically, I think for us to be a winning program, physicality has to be at the center of it. A renewed physical approach clearly paid off, and Coach Penner and defensive coordinator Lynn Nunn both echoed that last Saturday may have been the best performance that Adore defense has ever put together. Just nine points allowed, less than 250 yards allowed, a plethora of turnovers, and a 90-plus percent success rate on defense. Now the question is, can Dort carry that over to today? It all started in the second half against Kaiser, and it carried through with Waldorf, but the reigning national champions are a little bit of a different story. So we'll get to answering that question in a few minutes, and we'll get it answered on the field here today as well. But before we do, we have our Dort Football Senior interview here on the Defender Football pregame show. And if you missed it earlier with only a handful of seniors on the team, and with the schedule unfortunately just not lining up for some of the guys this week, we're going to throw it back actually to a few weeks ago and enjoy our season opening Dort Football Senior interview with Levi Sconehoven. I'm Christian Zylstra, joined in studio today by the starting running back of the Dort Defender football team, Levi Sconehoven. And before we really dive in, Levi, your hometown's Hospers, right? Correct. Dort's not an unknown concept to you, but when you're looking at potential colleges and playing football in college, what stood out to you about Dort and the direction that the program could be headed in under first-year head coach Joel Penner? Yes, sir. Well, I kind of fell into the lie being from Hospers that like I was never going to come to Dort. But then when I started entering my senior year, I started talking to the old football coaches and I was still a little bit shaky. And then the transition between the new football coaches and the old ones, it was kind of cool for me to see, especially just like the different visions that they both had. And then uh, I met with Penner and the first time right when I met with him, just like how he explained how we could build off from the foundation and just continue to build and just for greater and strive for greatness. It just kind of like sucked me in. With this being your senior season, fall camp's wrapped up now, getting ready for the first game this week. What's made this summer and this fall different for you, perhaps compared to some of the previous seasons? Mm -hmm. The thing for me that stands out the most about this year is I just kind of want to take a step back and almost take it all in more than just go through the motions. It's easy to do that when you're younger. You're just like, oh, I'm just a freshman and sophomore. I don't play a big role. And this year I'm like, well, I'm like a senior. I'm going to be a leader on the team. And I don't want to like, I don't want to forget this time in my life. So I've been working on that, been trying to really take it in and just live every day to the fullest. How would you describe, for those who maybe don't know you, Levi Sconehoven, the football player, compared to the guy off the field? Are they similar? Do you, do you take a different personality when you step on the gridiron? How would you describe that dichotomy? It's kind of hard to answer this from the inside. I'm pretty, I'm pretty usually a pretty reserved person. I'm, on the football field, I'm a little bit more, it's business time, it's straightforward, let's get to work. I'm not as laughy or, or joking around with my friends, but then once we get in the locker room or back in the room, I'm probably a little bit more sarcastic and more light, more joking around. So, You've had a solid career so far, and as Dort football continues to see a lot of growth, 
you talked about kind of taking some time to really take it all in and to look at this season. What's kind of the vibe that you and the guys have? What's the vibe with the team as you enter this season? I think everyone can feel and notice, see that Dort football has a different vibe to it. We're we're different from every other team in the GPAC. We stand out. We don't do things like every other teams do. We're more silly and all rah-rah. And that's like really good. And for us, especially now this year, with us coming in ranked, there's a lot of eyes on us. And I think the great thing about this year is that we're we're internally focused. We don't really we don't care what people say, like, oh, how, how are you gonna do this year? A lot of pressure, but it's just kind of good to be internally focused with just your brothers and your families and just don't care what the outsiders say, but just work on yourselves. Lastly, when you look at the past several years, how important has the sport of football, this program, and this coaching staff been, not only for your development as, as an athlete and a student, but just as a person as a whole? For sure. Football is an amazing thing. It, it teaches you a lot about life. Coach Penner always says that. He always makes us know that there's more to life than just football, and it's especially when you come in, it's hard to you put your all your identity in football. But then once you're in the program and you like mature, you start to see that the goals that Coach Penner starts to set for you guys and the vision that they have and they're trying to build men. They're trying to teach you that football is all about life, but life is not all about football. It's a good way to put it. Thank you very much, Levi. Ladies and gentlemen, your Dort University starting running back, Levi Skonhoven. Thanks again to Levi Skonhoven, and hopefully things work out a little bit better scheduling-wise with some of the guys that we can get a new senior in here for our Dord Football Senior Interview on the Defender Football pregame show on KDCR next week. Now, when you're playing the reigning national champions, there's plenty to talk about, plenty to break down, so let's get into that right now, and let's get you set with the hosts of today's contest between the 24th-ranked Dort University Defenders and the number one-ranked Morningside College Mustangs. The Morningside Mustangs hail from Sioux City, Iowa, which might as well be called NAIA title town at this point. I mean, you have Morningside's NAIA football national championship, and each year you have volleyball and women's basketball national champions being crowned at the Tyson Event Center. The Mustangs are led by Steve Ryan, who's in his 19th year with the program. And what's crazy, really, is that the Mustangs went 5-5 five and five in his first season, and that broke a string of 15 consecutive losing seasons. And all Coach Ryan has done is follow that up with 15-plus consecutive playoff appearances and now a national title. And speaking of 15, the Mustangs return 15 total starters on offense and defense from their championship run a year ago. Morningside is 1-0 this season with its last game coming two weeks ago. The Mustangs had just one non-conference game on the schedule, kind of like what Dort had last year. Although Morningside won their first game 80-0 over the University of St. Francis out of Illinois. So just one non-conference game, that means a 10-game regular season schedule while playing in Week 0 gets you two bye weeks. The first will be the first week of September, that was last week, and the last is the final week of September. So there's not a ton of tape or extra background on Morningside this week, although probably don't need to know any more than they're the reigning national champions, they're ranked number one, and they had an 80 to nothing shutout win to start the 2019 national title defense campaign. So these guys are still motivated, no letdown after winning a title last year. So why don't we start with the unit that, you know, didn't do all of the heavy lifting, but it played the majority of the role in getting to 80 points two weeks ago, the Morningside offense. And first, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention some of the losses from last season. Starting quarterback Trent Salzma and wide receiver Connor Niles are the biggest faces missing, and they really helped drive the bus on offense last year. And yet, Morningside scored 80 points in the opener. 
And you're saying maybe, you know, how could that be? How do you lose your starting quarterback? And how do you lose the best receiver, at least statistically, in NAI history and not miss a beat? And really, it's just because they're that talented and that deep. At quarterback, it's Joe Dolinchek, a sophomore under center, although, you know, maybe behind the center is a better way to put it because it is less and less common to see quarterbacks take snaps under center these days. But Dolinchek was entrenched in a final competition this fall camp, and he separated himself and hasn't looked back. Well, it was tough. You know, really, you know, when we played in game-type situations, I thought Joe handled pressure uh, better than, than the other guys and just made good decisions and, and just kind of led the team the best and, uh, you know, produced better results. And so, you know, all those things, you know, when, when we were able to create, you know, pressure-type situations and we went forward, you know, Joe, Joe just rose, rose to the top. He throws a good football, so he allows the other guys in the field to become good football players. That was Morningside head coach Steve Ryan, and he had to be pleased with Dolan Check's first performance. I mean, 23 for 28, 316 yards, and five touchdowns. At tailback, it's AP Ponder. He ran for nearly 1,700 yards last season and scored 23 touchdowns on the ground, and he hauled in 27 receptions in 2018, too. He is the tailback for Morningside, and he can prove it if you don't come ready to tackle. Now, at the receiver positions, it's kind of shocking, but no Connor Niles, no problem. Despite losing 2,639 receiving yards from Connor Niles alone in 2018, the top three receivers returning for Morningside caught 70, 58, and 34 passes respectively. So there's no Connor Niles, but you still have Bo Ells, Reed Jurgensmeyer, and Addison Ross. And at tight end, Sione Tuifua gets the nod. And, well, at 6'4", 235, I could kind of see why. And on the offensive line, when you have four juniors and a senior starting at center on your offensive line, <laughs> that's some upperclassmen power, so you're set pretty well there. So the Morningside offense helped put up 80 points two weeks ago, and the Morningside defense added a few scores and pitched a shutout in the effort, too. There are seven seniors starting for the Morningside defense, and the other four players, they're juniors. They'll play a base 4-3 defense, and other than that, there's not a whole lot that's fancy about what Morningside does defensively, and yet if you ask Dort offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo, that doesn't necessarily make moving the football easier. I also think one of the things that makes their defense tick so well is their simplicity. Their players play extremely fast and confident because there's not a lot of scheming going on, on, on as far as their defense goes. Offenses probably always feel good game planning versus them because you know where people are going to be at. It's just a matter of going out there and, and executing it. On the defensive line, defensive end Nicholas Gustav tied for the team lead with seven sacks last season. He's back, and he's only a junior. At linebacker, this is the magic of the Morningside defense. As Coach Mingo said, the defensive line clogs up and leaves scraps for the linebackers, and the linebackers, they're eating well. Joel Katzer, Jacob Katzer, and Chase Nelson are all seniors, and they're all back starting at linebacker. They were three of the top four tacklers for Morningside last season, and Nelson tied Gustav with seven sacks. And in the secondary, no more all-NAIA Xavier span, but Clayton Nordeen and Dion Claiborne are still around at safety, and they're looking to add to last season's combined total of seven interceptions between the two. For Morningside's keys to today's game at Elwood Olsen Stadium, coach Steve Ryan said Dort played one more game, two games versus one, so that's an advantage for Dort. He says Morningside has to match Dort's energy. Dort always brings energy. Coach Penner's done a good job, especially with the ninth team on the sideline, getting his team to always have energy, always to bring that effort. 
And then Coach Ryan harped on controlling Dort's ability to run the ball. Dort's going to want to run the ball. They're going to want to break some big runs. They're going to want to wear you down. And so the Mustangs feel confident that if they can match Dort's energy and then limit Dort's ability to run the ball, they'll have a good chance at winning this game. And in all honesty, Steve Ryan, I think, is being a little generous. I'd never say never, but you're the reigning national champions. And as the reigning national champions, I think you're always going to be favored to win at home until you prove otherwise. Switching over to your Dort University defenders, Dort will again likely miss Noah Clayberg and Levi Chungling. And by the way, if you ask Coach Penner, today's key to the game is pretty simple. My observation is we've always had great second halves against this team. My years here, uh, we, we've played well. Last year, I thought I thought we were more physical. I, th- I mean, we outscored them in the second half. Why are we waiting to the second half? That's the big the big thing we have to tackle this week. We have unforced errors. And I think that is, that's not a, well, they're really good issue. That's a, you know, what's going on in our psychology that, that causes us to fumble an opening kickoff or to blow a coverage. That, that's not, it has nothing to do with our opponent. It has everything to do with us and how we're approaching this. So we've hit that hard this week that we need a great start, a fast start. We need to play free right away. And let's, let's stop waiting to the second half to, to play the kind of football we know we can play. Coach Benner told me he's looking for a 7-7 or some similar scoreline at the end of the first quarter today, so look for that to see if Dort can hit that early goal. Today's keys for the Dort offense include, as Coach Mingo told me himself, just playing well. I mean, the slow starts against Morningside have been about Morningside, but they've also been costly mistakes the defenders have made. Coach Penner just mentioned that as well. Some of those turnovers and those mental errors, those were Dort issues. They were not something that Morningside was doing. Coach Mingo also said he'd like to score enough points to win, which, if you're asking me, I think that's a good offensive goal. And to win one-on-one matchups, because Dort's going to get those today against the Morningside defense. And speaking of defense for the Dort defense today, eliminate those chunk plays. We want to eliminate chunk plays, what we're calling chunk plays, big runs and big passes. We, we watched the film of last year, and we are so stinking close. Like, like, I know the score doesn't show it, but, I mean, we are stuffing the run, and then there's a chunk play. And we're playing great coverage, and then there's a chunk play. So it's just the ability of stopping those big, big plays. And, and they're a really, really good offense, so their coaches are good too. And they've had a bye, so they've been studying us for two weeks now. So they're going to have good plays here and there, but it's eliminating or limiting those chunk plays to where they don't just get 40 yards here or there. Um, we want to make them work for it because they get – they get a little bit more uncomfortable when they have to work for stuff. Defensive coordinator Lynn Nutt has really been harping on a lot of that since the first day we spoke to him because it's always harder to continually drive down the field over and over, and big plays often equal big points. So that's where we're at, heading into today's affair between the 24th-ranked 1-1 Dort University defenders and the number one-ranked 1-0 Morningside Mustangs. You've been listening to the Defender Football Pregame Show on KDCR 88.5 FM. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. Don't forget to stick around at halftime and catch this week's edition of Where Are They Now? with a former Dort athlete, Nate Forsett. We're not far away from kickoff here on a Saturday afternoon at Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City, Iowa. So that's going to do it for me. And with that, let's head out to Sioux City and catch up with Mike Biker for this afternoon's kickoff.
Christian Zylstra, great job as always, offering insight as we get set for Great Plains Athletic Conference football this afternoon. Dort University on the road against the Morningside College Mustangs. Elwood Olsen Stadium. I know we don't come here every year. It just feels like it. Last year, we traveled down here in November. Morningside jumped out to a big halftime lead, held on, secured the victory. The Morningside Mustangs have won the opening coin toss. They have deferred their decision to the second half. Dort will be receiving and defending the West goal as we get into football here this afternoon. The Morningside Mustangs, as Christian laid out during the pregame show, as good as it gets in the NAI, they have sustained Excellent play. They are the monsters in the Great Plains Athletic Conference that replaced the University of Sioux Falls when the Cougars were dominating. They left for NCAA Division II, that landscape, and the Morningside Mustangs rapidly filled that void, and they have been a perennial champion in the Great Plains Athletic Conference since those late 2000, the uh, right around 2010 or so. Last year, Morningside winning the national championship and the Dort Defenders playing in the Great Plains Athletic Conference opener for both teams. For the Defenders, a start they didn't like against Kaiser two weeks ago. That seems like a long time ago already. Lost a couple of players to injury, and it appears that Noah Clayberg and Levi Junkling will be out once again here this afternoon as they take on the Morningside Mustangs. But the defenders played without those two standout athletes last week and got a victory over Waldorf. That was a team that handled Briar Cliff the week before. So the defenders, a physical contest, as Christian laid out with the Dort football coaches last week. I should say in the pregame, talking about last week's competition, and we will see if Dort can match that physicality against a very good Morningside team. Dort set to receive the kickoff. Carter Skibout is on the near side. Two players back deep for the defenders, and Skibout will take it at the five-yard line. He's out to the 10, to the 15, has a little seam, and he is brought down at the 20-yard line. And that is where Dort will set up shop after the return by the freshman from Orange City. Had a bit of a breakout game last week against the Waldorf Warriors. And here we go, Dort's first offensive possession. Dort will start Tyler Reynolds at quarterback. Levi Sconehoven is the running back. Lucas Warner will be a tight end. Your wide receivers, Ben Hubelhorst, Ethan Thomas, and Jake Dodge. Dort with two receivers set to the left. Got Charlie Young in the backfield along with Reynolds and Sconehoven. Reynolds under pressure and is brought down for a five-yard loss as he tried to roll left. Didn't have anyone open, and he has dropped for a five-yard loss. Second down and 15 on the way. Hubelhorst and Dodge were over on the near side. Dort will go to a hurry-up set. Hubelhorst just gets on side. Looks to the uh, sideline now for the play call. 20 seconds on the play clock. Dort will look over to the sideline. Tyler Reynolds comes up behind Mitchell Van Riggenmorder. Barking signals. Now backs up five yards deep. Hands it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier. No, Reynolds pulled it and kept it himself. Picks up the five yards that he lost on the sack earlier. It will be third down and long. Did a good job of selling it to Sconehoven and then kept it himself. Did Tyler Reynolds, and that will bring up third down and ten. Football back to the 20-yard line. Reynolds 
Checking his personnel, offensive line for Dort scheduled to start. Alex Hoisman at left tackle, William Vanderwoude at left guard. Center is Mitchell Van Regenmorder. Reynolds is going to roll left, has time. Linebacker comes, throws over the top, pass is caught, and off to the races to the 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown defenders. The defenders go over the top to Eli Bolden, and Bolden, on the receiving end of the 80-yard pass and catch, and the defenders are on the board first with a 6 to nothing lead. Bolden, a 6-2, 190-pounder from Harlan, Iowa, the former Cyclone, going up and making the grab on the pass from Reynolds, and the defenders are on the board first, and Morningside has surrendered their first points of the season. So Dort with an 80-yard drive to start today's play. On to attempt the point after for the defenders. Brett Zachman trying to make it 7-0. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. And how about that? The defenders. A big play. 80-yard touchdown. Pitch and catch. And the defenders are on the board. 7-0. 13-28 left to play here in the first quarter of action. Back with more after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. Morningside with a return of the Zachman kick to the 20 to the 25 and brought down at the 31-yard line. That return by Morningside's Darnell Davis and the Morningside Mustangs for the first time this season. Granted, they only played one game, and that was an 80 to nothing shellacking of St. Francis. They will come on to the field for the first time, their offense playing with a deficit to make up. For the Morningside Mustangs, Joey Dolanchak is the slated starter at quarterback. He will take the first snap here this afternoon. Morningside spreads it out. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Football is on the ground, and they will fall on top of it. A significant loss on the play as that snap never came up off of the artificial turf here at Elwood Olsen Stadium. So from the 31-yard line, it's all the way back to the 18-yard line. A loss of 13 on the play. It will be second down and 23. Second and 23 for Dolanchak. Dolanchak falling on top of that was Ethan Stratman, fullback. They fake the handoff to Stratman, facing second down and long. Pass over the top, and it's broken up. Pass play broken up by the safety, Connor Bosma. Bosma looking back, seeing the pass in the air, reaches up, knocks it away. And the defender's defense knocks it away. That was They were taking a shot down the field that time. That pass all the way out to the midfield stripe with a line of scrimmage set at the 18. That will bring up third down and 23. Third and 23 for the Mustangs. Looks like a personnel package change here. Don't have many plays in the playbook here for third and 23, so in all likelihood, they'll take a shot down the field. Jurgensmeyer will line up in the slot for the Mustangs. Three receivers set to the left. Got a tight end as well. In for protection, motioning out of the backfield is Stratman. Back to pass is Dolanchek. Dolanchek underneath, pass falls incomplete, and that will bring up fourth down on the coverage. Nathan Cabongo, as they tried to bring the tight end underneath, that's Sione Tuafua, and the Dort defenders with a 7-0 lead will be receiving the kick. Morningside unable to move the football on their first possession. The line of scrimmage, their own 18-yard line. Cabongo out near midfield. On to kick is Addison Ross. Ross, one punt last week for 28 yards. Ross gets it away. 
a wobbler, and this will take a Morningside bounce at the 45 and will scoot into Dort territory down to the 42-yard line. So Ross gets his team out of immediate danger. A 37, make that a 40-yard kick for Ross, and the defenders have the ball, leading 7-0 at their own 42-yard line. Dort's offense on the field, Tyler Reynolds, the sophomore, in at quarterback, Dort with two receivers set to the right, running back, Sconehoven, they hand it to Sconehoven, Sconehoven two hard-earned yards, and you're going to be running right into the teeth of a Morningside defense that didn't allow much last week, or two weeks ago, I should say. Gain of two on the play for Sconehoven, that will bring up second down and eight. Bolden off to the left along with Dodge. Sconehoven is your tailback. Fake the handoff. Reynolds. Reynolds is going to try to get to the edge. Breaks one shoestring tackle. Gets to the 49 and then is forced backwards. They'll give him forward progress to the 48, I believe. So a gain of five. And it will be third down and four. So a gain of three on the play, we'll call it. Third down and four. Reynolds looks to the sideline. 11.38 and counting, left to play. Here in the first quarter, Dort leading 7-0. Carter Skibot on the field. He's stationed off the left shoulder of Reynolds. Warner is your tight end. Reynolds going to run option near side, pitches it over to Skibot. Skibot leveled just shy of the first down marker. At the 49-yard line of the Morningside Mustangs is fourth down and one. Decision time for the defenders, and what do you do if you're coach Joel Penner here? Do you let it ride? And it appears they will. Dort's going to leave the offense on the field and go for it here on fourth down and one. Well, if you want to beat the best, you better be ready to take some chances. Dort doing exactly that here in the early going. Play clock is at 16. They look to the sideline for the play. Up out of his stance, left tackle. Alex Hoisman, now six seconds on the play clock. Four, Reynolds, they're going to time out the rush. They hand it off. No, Reynolds keeps it himself, has a scene. He's to the 45, picks up the first down, and then some. He's inside Morningside territory, down to the 40-yard line. A gain of nine on the play for Reynolds as he tucked it on the right side. And the defenders with the football in Morningside territory, first down and 10 at the 40-yard line. Tyler Reynolds barking signals. you got Hubelhorst and Dodge over on the near side. Right side tackle is Carter Baldwin. He gets up out of his stance as they look to the sideline for that play call. 14 seconds on the play clock. Mitchell Van Riggenmorter, your center. Reynolds, they motion. Charlie Young from right to left. Now Reynolds is going to stop under pressure. Flushed from the pocket. Dodges a tackler and then brought down by a slew of Morningside players. Right back at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play for Reynolds. Four players hit him on the way down. It's going to be second down and ten. Second and ten. Your right guard on the offensive line for the defenders, Justin Urquittis. Got to get that left guard to you as well. Want to double-check that number just to make sure. I believe it's William Vanderwoude. Three receivers left, two to the right. Dort opens up the backfield. Back to pass, Reynolds. Reynolds in the flat, throws it over to Dodge. Dodge lunging for it. Would have been a three-yard pickup if he had made the catch. Had to lay out for it, though. Pass falls incomplete. 
Jamal Jones on the coverage for the Mustangs. That'll bring up four, third down. So third down and 10 at the Morningside 40-yard line. Sconehoven back in the game. Skibot will check out. Bolden and Dodge looking to the sideline. They didn't catch the play the first time through. Hubelhorst is over on the near side at the numbers. In the slot will be Dodge. Bolden is to the far side, nearest the Dort sideline. Flush from the pocket, Reynolds, and that time Reynolds is going to be chased down from behind. Dominic Barrick with the sack. Results in a loss of six on the play. It's going to be fourth down and 16. And the defenders that time, Reynolds, hangs on to it just a little bit too long. Felt the pressure initially. Hesitated just a split second. That gave Morningside and Barrett just enough time to chase him down from behind. And that will bring up fourth down and 16. And Dort is forced to punt for the first time here this afternoon. Jake Dodge will be punting for Morningside. Back to receive is Bo Ells. Ells with his heels at the 10-yard line. Kick. Line of scrimmage was the 46. Ells calls for a fair catch. And this will take a Dort bounce, and it will roll dead down at the 4-yard line. A 42-yard punt. No return. And that is where Morningside will take over first down and 10 with 8.47 remaining here in the first quarter. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Coming up later on today, we'll be checking in with the fairway Scoreboard, Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center serving the community since 1991. We'll check on that scoreboard in between quarters. Dolan check, the quarterback. They hand it off. It's A.P. Ponder, I believe. Got to double check that. They've got three running backs that they will use. And A.P. Ponder gets that first carry. No gain on the play. Second down and long for the Mustangs. Mustangs hurry it up. Ponder in the backfield. Dolancheck actually taking this snap with his toes at the goal line. We had movement along the line of scrimmage, and the question is, did that ball, was uh, the, did the center flinch, or did the Dort nose tackle, Logan Fanning, leave early? They're going to call offsides. That's the call against the defenders. It was Fanning that ended up leaving just a whisker early. So a five-yard penalty against the defenders gets Morningside out from the shadow of their own goal post. No shadows here today, just a figure of speech. Overcast day here at Elwood Olsen Stadium. Dolan check, hands it off Ponder. Ponder to the edge. Dort stuffs the run. No run, no gain on the play for Ponder. It's third down and five. Third and five for the Mustangs. Well, they're going to be generous on the spot. They're going to give them a little bit. Looks like third down and four. So third and four for the Mustangs in their maroon tops, their white numbers, and their white pants. Dort, white jersey tops, black numbers trimmed in yellow. The new DU logo on those black matte finish helmets. No sunshine today here in Sioux Sioux City. Back to pass Dolancheck. Dolancheck looking. Timing pattern. Pass is complete to the 17-yard line. Getting down to one knee to make the play is Bo Ells. He's down immediately. More than enough for a first down, and the Mustangs have it first down and 10 at their own 19-yard line. First down and 10 for the Mustangs at their own 19. Dort leading 7-0, courtesy of Reynolds. Olden, touchdown pass that covered 80 yards. Pass underneath, and now Morningside starting to take what Dort's given them. Bo Ells, a gain of 17 on the play. 
Those are those chunk plays that the Dort defensive staff talked about. They want to eliminate. Morningside with it now. First down and 10 at their own 38-yard line on that completion from Dolancheck to Ells. Ells just simply going down the field 15 yards, taking a hard right to the middle of the field. He's underneath the defense and gets the 17-yard pickup on the play. Dolancheck hands it off. Ponder, ponder. Positive yardage. He gains eight on the play before he is ridden down at the 46-yard line. Second down and two. Second and two. David Kakmarinski checking out of the contest. Looks like it's an equipment issue. Looks like he is okay. Austin Hake checks into the game in his place. Dort, three down lineman over the linebacker. Ostenink creeping up on the near side. Almost as a rush in. They hand it off to Ponder. Ponder, enough for a first down. That'll move the chains. Just a two-yard pickup on the play, but he only needed one for the first down. First down and 10 for the Mustangs at their own 49-yard line. Austin Johnson checking in for the Mustangs. AP Ponder in the backfield along with Dolan check. Bosmo will come down and cover the slot receiver. Pass it out in the flat. Open field tackle by Placide trying to strip the ball as Bosma comes to finish him off on the pass completion to Bo Ells. Ells something to say at the end of that content at the end of that pass play. Eight yard pickup on the play. It's going to be second down and two. Took exception to Connor Bosma coming over and making sure he was down, it appeared. Dolan check. In the shotgun. Has Ponder to his right. They fake the handoff on the end around. They flare it out to Ponder out of the backfield. He's to the 40, to the 35, 20, and is brought down at the 18-yard line by Cabongo. And the Mustangs from the 43-yard line down to the Dort 18. So a gain of 25 on that, not really a screen, but they simply leaked Ponder out of the backfield. After the motion, the misdirection where they fake the handoff on the sweep and then leaking out of the backfield, getting free was Ponder. Nobody picked him up until he was down to the 18-yard line. Back to pass. Pass is complete to Johnson. Johnson, open field tackle that time by Placide. Only a gain of two on the play for Johnson. It'll be second down and eight. So Placide makes the tackle on the far side after just a short gain. Morning sides, Dolancheck. Dolancheck turns, hands, gives to Ponder. Ponder, not much there. Gains maybe three on the play. It'll be third down and five. Third and five for the Mustangs at the Dort 13-yard line. AP Ponder, the running back. Ponder last uh, in the last game against St. Francis. 21 carries, 116 yards, including a long of 29 yards. Scored a couple of touchdowns. Third and five, Dolan check, looking to the end zone. Pass is wrestled away. Did they give the touchdown before it's wrestled away? They did. Bosma on the coverage, and they're going to give the touchdown catch to Austin Johnson. Johnson comes down with it at the 355 mark. So an 18-yard pitch and catch from Dolan check into the end zone to Johnson, and Johnson wins the wrestling match for the football. 
And on Morningside trying to tie it up at 7-7. Seven to 7-6 seven. Seven seven, hour score right now. On to attempt the point after Chase Carter. Movement along the line of scrimmage. We have a flag on the play. And movement on the play resulting in a five-yard penalty against the Mustangs. Bo Ells, the holder. Point after try coming for Chase Carter. Trying to tie it at seven apiece. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick splits the uprights. And we're tied 7-7 with 3.55 remaining in the first quarter. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR. Dort and Morningside from Sioux City. Tied 7-7. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. This bro- It's a 95-yard touchdown drive by Morningside. Face third down once on the drive. They converted. 18-yard pass play from Dolinchek to Johnson. And I will say this, on Morningside's pass plays, now they that pass play over the middle where they get underneath the defense and the screen pass, Dort didn't have defensive players right there. But on the scoring play, Austin Bosma, beg your pardon, Connor Bosma, I knew I was going to do that at some time. We had a former player, Austin Bosma. But Connor Bosma, the safety, he was right there, just lost the wrestling match for the football. Could have just well come down with an interception in the end zone. Dort receiving the kickoff. Low end over end kick taken by Skibot at the 5. He's going to bring it back to the right side of the field. Did the 10 to the 15. A lot of maroon jerseys there. They bring him down at the 17-yard line. First and 10 for the defenders at their own 17. Now I was told before the game began, don't be surprised if you see Caleb Marish in the contest. And Caleb Marish is indeed on the field for Dort. He is a freshman, wears number one, and he is from Marietta, California. 6'1", 185 pounds, a little bit more of a throwing dimension with him. And he will bark signals with 3.50 remaining here in the first quarter. Tied up 7-7, back to pass, pass underneath intended for dodge, incomplete. That will bring up second down Deion Claiborne on the coverage for Morningside. Dodge could have been a five- or six-yard pickup on the play, but uh, pass was thrown in the grass or in the turf by Marish. It brings up second down. Second down and 10. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Back to pass, Marish, Marish floats it over the top, nobody's home. Pass incomplete, threw it to the spot rather than the man who was open, and Hubelhorst turned at the last instant, and actually the Morningside player on defense, Jamal Jones, had a better shot at that. And that'll bring up third down and ten. Third down and ten. So third down and 10 for the defenders at their own 17-yard line. Marish looking to the sideline. Play clock is at 5. Now 3. 
Marish, barking signals, gets a snap, hands it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, and Sconehoven, a hard-earned five yards on the third down play. That will give Dort just a little bit more room to punt, and they're now facing fourth down and four. So fourth and four, offsides would give Dort a first down. So Jake Dodge will be punting. Line of scrimmage currently at the 23. So fourth down and four. Dodge, the senior from the Lakes area, prepped at Okaboji. Gets this one away. A high spiraling kick. Ells calls for the fair catch over the shoulder catch at the 30-yard line. Makes it look easy. Well, you got to be pretty nervy to be a punt returner, and L's that time, an over-the-shoulder fair catch back at the 30. And they're going to say that he actually caught it at the 33. That's very generous of the officials here this afternoon. First down and 10, Morningside football at their own 33-yard line. Dolan check. Dolinchek is your quarterback, Dort. Single safety back deep. Send a man in motion. They pitch it to Ells. Ells has a seam. He's on the hash mark. Picks up nine on the play before he's tackled by Connor Bosma. It'll be second down and one. So, that's, so we've seen that action a couple different times by Morningside where they send a man in motion. They fake the handoff or a pitch to him the last several times. Now this time they actually give it to Ells, and he picks up nine yards on the carry. Hand off to Ponder. Ponder the ball carrier, and Ponder picks up five yards on the play. It's going to be a first down for the Mustangs. First and ten at their own 48-yard line. And the Mustangs starting to grind things out on the ground. 2-8-17 remaining. They can mix it up with the pass and the rush. Last week gained 102, uh, pardon me, 246 yards on the ground. 339 in the air. Dolan check last week, 23 of 28 passing for five touchdowns. First and 10 for the Mustangs. Dort needs something good defensively here. Dolan check hit as he delivers the pass. Fastball's incomplete. Fanning providing the pressure. Just enough pressure to force Dolan check to hurry his throw. It'll be second and 10. Second and ten, Tupac Capea checks into the game. Freshman from Sioux Falls, everything I've heard is that he is electric. Ten carries, 122 yards last week. They give the handoff to Tupac, no. Pulls it, does Dolan check, Dolan check. Gain of six on the play. It's going to be third down and four. Well, Tupac Capea listed at 5'9", 180 pounds, and the 5'9", might be generous. But uh, he set all kinds of records last year at Sioux Falls. This time he is stuffed. Getting there first for the defenders, Elliot Benkickericks. Benkickericks has made a name for himself and a linebacker for the defenders the last two weeks. He comes through, makes the stop. It's going to be fourth down and five. Fourth and five, Capea checking out of the game. Back in is Ponder. 113 and counting, first quarter. Dort and Morningside tied 7-7. Seven so a tie, 7-7, seven seven. Morningside, Ponder in the backfield. 
Dolinchak, your quarterback, looks to the sideline. Ten seconds on the play clock. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Bo Ells is to the near side. He's the favorite target for, uh, target for Dolinchak on the go-to. Dolinchak and Dolinchak catches it on his knee at the 40-yard line, picks up a first down. A six-yard pickup on the play. They needed four. They get six. It's first down and ten for the Mustangs at the Dort 39-yard line. So Dolan check. They go to a reverse. This is Els. Els tripped up and reading it perfectly that time was Ostenink. Ostenink on the double reverse. They gave it to Ponder, and then he pitched it to Els. And on the misdirection, Dortz, Ostenink staying home. That's Colin Ostenink, the junior. It's not his first rodeo. Makes the tackle. Second down and 11, a loss of one on the play. Off to the far side, Reed Jurgensmeyer. He's going to line up in the slot. Right side of the field is open for the Mustangs. And the clock hits zeros. That's the end of the first quarter. Our score, Morningside 7, Dort 7. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Elwood Olsen Stadium right after this. Second down and 11 for the Mustangs after the quarter break. They hand it off to Ponder. Ponder, a little bit of a seam, but not much there. Picks up three on the play. It's going to be third down and eight. A loss of one initially. Some other scores from around the conference. We'll get those to you as the quarter goes along. Some afternoon contests and then some night games as well. Third down and eight. Dolan check, checking the sideline. Three receivers to the right for Morningside. They motion out of that. That's Jared Myers motioning right to left. Pass over the middle is complete to Els. Cabongo right there. And it's they needed seven for the first down. And Els knew where he had to be. He gets eight. And it'll be a first down for the Mustang. Bo Els, that's his sixth catch already today. For 60 yards, he's not a big play threat, or at least he hasn't shown it yet. But he has a touchdown grab to his credit, and he has kept some drives going with third down grabs. Kabanga was right there, just uh, unable to break up the pass, hoping he could time it out and knock that ball loose. Dolan check pass, incomplete, might have been tipped by David Kakmarinski. That will bring up second down as the clock stops on the incomplete pass. Concordia and Buena Vista. Concordia leads it 27. That's 22-7. Other GPAC games. Dakota Wesleyan is at Briarcliff. Dolan check. Hands it off. This is Capea. Capea. Not much there. It's going to be third down and eight. So third and eight, and this is where Morningside has been so adept at picking up nine yards or ten. And the player they have gone to most regularly is Bo Ells. He's over on the near side on the numbers. So third down and eight, 13-20 and counting. Morningside over the football. We're tied 7-7. Seven seven. Ponder back in the game for Morningside. Ponder to the left of Dolinchek. Three receivers set to the left. Going to keep my eye on number 10. That's Els. 
Dolan check. Looking over the top, he's going to pass and miscommunication that time. Pass falls incomplete. It's going to be fourth down and eight. I'm scanning the field for any flags. People, uh, players looking around a little confused, it seems. And that will bring up fourth down and eight for the Mustangs. And decision time for them. They'll leave the offense on the field. Thought maybe they would kick a field goal. Instead, they're going to go for it here, fourth down and eight. Again, I'm watching L's. Dolan check. Looks to the official, and Dort has called a timeout. Timeout on the field, charged to the Dort University defenders. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Dort University football back with fourth down and eight for the Mustangs at the Dort. 27, right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Dort uses their first timeout with 13.04 remaining in the first half. It's fourth down and eight for the Mustangs. Let's see if Dort's defense can come up with a play here. Morningside will bring Reed Jurgensmeyer to the near side along with Jared Myers. You've got Ells on the far side. That's the short side of the field. He's on the numbers. Cabongo defending him. Dolan check. Two running backs. They'll motion one out of the backfield. That's Austin Johnson right to left. Back to pass Dolan check. Looking underneath. Pass is incomplete. And the Dort defense gets the ball back on downs. Dort will take over. First down and 10 at their own 27-yard line. So the defender defense bends, but they don't break. And it's still tied 7-7 with 12.59 left to play here in the first half. So Dort's offense faltered the last couple of possessions. Got Caleb Marish back in. At quarterback, where's number one? Tyler Reynolds, where's number two? Dort without Noah Clayberg and Levi Jungling on the offensive side of the football. Those are the notable playmakers that you would normally hear about. Marish keeps it himself to the 30, and he is dragged down from behind at the 35-yard line. A gain of eight on the play. It's going to be second down and two. Second and two as Marish runs the option, had the seam, was uh, gutsy enough to take it himself and picks up eight on the play. It's second down and two. Skeeb out behind Marish. Second down and two for the defenders. Offensive line looks like it's intact for the defenders. You've got Baldwin, Urquidus, Van Regen Mortar, Vanderwouda, and Hoisman. Your front five for the defenders. Second down and two. Handed off, and with the carry is Skeebout. Skeebout beyond the 40, out to the 43-yard line. And for Skeebout, that is a gain of 8 on the play. It's going to be first down and 10 for the defenders. 7-7 hour score, 12-05 remaining, first half. Skeebout is out. Bolden is in. Nope, it'll be Skonhoven who they run off of the field. 20 seconds on the play clock, so plenty of time. Dodges to the far side. Marish, they empty the backfield. Five receivers. Marish will motion. Skeebout, they'll hand it off to Skeebout. Skeebout, the ball carrier, and Skeebout punished at the end of that carry. Pickup of three on the play. It'll be second and seven. Second and seven. Dort showing a little different look that time as they motion Skeebout. And give it to him, trying to get him to the edge. Picks up three on the play. It's second and seven. 
Receivers Dodge, Hubel Horst. You've got Warner actually lining up about six yards, five yards to the left of the offensive line. Bolden, ski bump to the near side, the short side of the field. Marish is going to take a shot down the field and intended for Skibout incomplete. Skibout was looking over his outside shoulder for the ball. It actually came over the inside shoulder, more to the numbers rather than the sideline. And that will bring up third down and seven, and the clock stops on the incomplete pass. 10.57 remaining here in the first half. Seven to seven, our score. Seven to seven. Marish hands it off to Young. No, keeps it himself. Marish plants, throws, passes incomplete. Hubelhorst unable to hang on to it. Jamal Jones might have arrived just a split second early. No flag comes out on the play, though. And it'll be fourth down and seven. And the defenders drive stalls at their own 46-yard line. Bowell's on to return the kick. So Bowell's on to return the kick. Jake Dodge will be punting. Line of scrimmage is the Dort 46. L's at about his five-yard line. Dodge will kick this from the right hash mark. Morningside not bringing any pressure. L's calls for the fair catch at the 10-yard line. And that is where Morningside will take over first down and 10 after the 44-yard punt by Jake Dodge. Morningside has not brought any pressure up to this point. Simply uh, allowing Dort to get away the high hang time kick. Dodge able to limit Morningside's return opportunities with the hang time. And it's been fair catches a lot for Bo Ells so far. Dolan check. In the pistol. They swing the tight end from the left to the right for the Mustangs. Dolan check. They bring a tight end over to the near side. They hand it off to Ponder. Ponder looked like he had a little room to run, and then he is brought down shoestring tackle that time. I believe that was Morozik who was able to grab one of the legs of A.P. Ponder. Brings up second down and seven after a gain of three on the play. Second down and seven. Fake the handoff. Back to pass Dolan check. Dolan check. Pass complete. No, it comes out at the end of the play. Intended for Jared Myers on the coverage. Nathan Cabongo. And the pass falls incomplete. It's third down and seven. Third and seven for the Mustangs. Seven to seven hour score. Ten oh eight remaining here in the first half of play. Dort struck early. Morningside, a sustained drive to tie it. And now Morningside facing third down and seven. They've faced a few of these so far. And it's been Dolan check to Bo Ells. That's been the remedy for Morningside so far. Three down linemen for the defenders. Back to passes. Dolan check. Dolan check. Pass over the middle is complete, and that's enough for a first down. Bashir Jones on the tackle of Jurgensmeyer, but he's brought down at the 30 yard line. So a gain of 17 on the play. 
And that'll bring up first down and 10 for the Mustangs. And the Mustangs move the sticks and keep things going with a 7-7 tie. That 17-yard completion to Jurgensmeyer. Handed off. Ponder. Ponder shifting his way for 11 yards. At about three or four darts right and left before being brought down at the 41-yard line. So Morningside with it. First down and 10 at their own 42. First down and 10 at their own 42. Ethan Stratman back in the contest. Ponder will check out. Looks like he might have an equipment issue. Morningside looking to the sideline. 15 seconds on the play clock. Dolan check. Hands it off. That's Stratman. Stratman tackled by Cabongo at the 46-yard line. Gain of four on the play. Testing the right side of the line with Stratman. Now, Stratman, you're not going to get any shifting with him. It's going to be more straightforward. And can you stop it? And he's going to run inside the tackles. Does so that time for four yards. Second down and six, and it was Cabongo who read the run. Cheated over from cornerback to make that tackle. Second down and six for the Mustangs. Right straight down for me at their own 46-yard line. West half of the field is what they are defending here. Moving right to left. Back to pass. It's complete. That completed out to Myers. Myers into Dort territory at the 40-yard line before he stumbles and falls at the 34. And the Mustangs threatening in Dort territory as the sun breaks through here in Sioux City for the time being. 7-7 seven to seven over score, Dort and Morningside. Matchup of teams that were rated in the top 25 in the NAIA to start this season. Morningside, the preseason number one, until someone beats the champs. They are the champs. Pass complete and forced out of bounds was Austin Johnson. Down to the 21-yard line. Gain of 13 on the play. Another first down for the Mustangs. And the Mustangs, when their offense, when they're completing those short passes, that is when they are most potent. Almost takes the place of a running game. Dolan check. At the 21-yard line, back to pass. Pumps. Now throws towards the end zone and passes in and out of the hands of Morningside's Addison Ross. Ross was able to get a step. On Dort's safety, Connor Bosma, the pass in and out of the hands, hit him in a bad spot right in the numbers, and the pass falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10. Second down and 10, Bowells out to the far side. Dolan check, has Ponder behind him. Second down and 10, they hand it off to Ponder. Ponder, nothing there. Who's the first man there? I believe that was Van Kickericks. Elliott got there first, slowed him up. And now it'll be a third down and 12, so loss of two on the play for the Mustangs. And Dort's defense forcing Morningside into another third down and long situation. 7.30 and counting, first half. A very fast-moving first half thus far. Haven't had many penalties and not many pass attempts that have fallen incomplete. Dort hasn't attempted a ton. Morningside hasn't thrown many incompletions. Dolan check. Going to run the option. Hands it off. Ponder. Ponder has the edge. He's got the first down. Hurdles a tackler into the end zone. Touchdown. A 22-yard run by Ponder. 
And Joel Penner, hot on the Dort sideline. I think he wanted a holding penalty. No call came. And the Mustangs with an AP ponder. Touchdown run to make it 13-7. Chase Carter on to attempt the point after. So Chase Carter trying to give Morningside a 14-7 lead. We've got movement on the line again by the Mustangs. I think that might be the same player. Did that earlier today. And that's big number 92 for the Morningside Mustangs. Got that body moving the wrong way immediately. So five-yard penalty on the... Procedure by Quentin Ragland, 6'3", 285. 13-7, Morningside trying to build the lead up to 7. It's their first lead of the contest. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Mustangs lead it 14-7 after the touchdown run by A.P. Ponder. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Sioux City right after this. AP Ponder, the touchdown run. Dort returning the kick. This is Skibot. Skibot breaks the tackle. He's to the 30 and forced out of bounds on the Dort, College, the Dort University side of the field. And a flag comes in very late, thrown near where he was forced out of bounds at the 32-yard line. And curious what this call is going to be. Right now, the football at the 30. That's where Skibot brought it out to. The flag was thrown at the 32, so two yards beyond the where the play ended. Are they going to call a hold on this? They've redone the press box here at Elwood Olsen Stadium. I really appreciate the air conditioning, but we cannot crack a window and... Cannot hear clearly what Randy Hagedorn is saying, so I've got to rely on the signals. Unfortunately, Randy, very clear on that one. Face mask, 15-yard penalty against Morningside at the end of the play. So Dort will start play, first down and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Tyler Reynolds back in, so he ran the first two series for the defenders. Marish ran the last two series. And now Tyler Reynolds, the sophomore from Yuba City, California, back in the contest with 7.02 remaining in the first half. 14-7, Morningside in front after the 23-yard touchdown run by Ponder. They hand it off, and that's Skibot up the middle. And Skibot, there just wasn't much there for him that time. remaining. Going to give Skibot again a two on the play. Uh, Carter's been playing a little bit more. Levi Sconehoven a little banged up in these early weeks, and uh, they have tried very to use him very judiciously. Reynolds, flush from the pocket, and he is brought down at the 48-yard line, making the tackle for the Mustangs. Going up high for that tackle is David Rios. Rios. 6'3", 270-pounder, electing to tackle Reynolds unconventional fashion up around the neck rather than around the numbers. 
Third down and four. 5.57 remaining, first half. Well, they'll get the Cowbells going here at Morningside now. Third down and four. Need the 45-yard line for a first down. Reynolds directing traffic. And play clock winding down, and Dort's forced to use a timeout. Had to use the timeout. Otherwise, you get a delay of game, uh, game penalty. And it changes from third down and four to third down and nine. So the defender's burning a timeout. Third down and four at the morning side, 49-yard line. You're listening to KDCR 88.5. You're listening to Dort University football back with more in a moment. This- Third down and four for the defenders. 5.45 left to play first half. Defenders with it in Morningside territory. Love to see him pick up a first down here. Keep this drive going. Take some more time off of the clock. Emotion Warner from left to right. Running back is Sconehoven. Reynolds is going to run option. He's going to try to race to the edge. Gets a block. No, he's brought down gain of one on the play. Did not get to the edge. It's going to be third down and three. Third down and three in Morningside. Pretty good job so far this afternoon of on those option plays. They are not, well, they're playing very good assignment football defensively. Somebody's got the pitch man, somebody's got the quarterback, and you just end up, if you're not faster than the opponent, you just don't run out of real estate, and it looks like that's what happened to the defenders and Tyler Reynolds that time. So Dodge will be punting from the morning side, 48-yard line. It's got this feeling that they're going to send somebody at some point, but they don't this time either. Dodge, a low kick, takes a morning side bounce. Dort trying to save it. Did they? And the officials indicating that the ball is down inside the one-yard line. Great job by the Dort special teams that time, saving the ball from going into the end zone. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Mustangs inside the one. 4.56 remaining. It'll be first down and 10 for the Mustangs at their, inside their own one. Well, they will have to go literally the length of the football field. The nose of the football certainly appears that it is resting just off of the goal line. Much more space in between the one-yard line and the Front nose of the football, then where it rests near the goal line. So Morningside, they'll bunch things up. First down and 10 inside the one. Under center, Dolan check, and they hand it off. And a short gain on the play for Morningside's Capea. Tupac Capea. Gains maybe a foot on the play. It'll be second down and 10. Second and 10 for the Mustangs. 4.35 remaining. The clock winding. Dort with one timeout remaining. Now Morningside will spread it out just a little bit. Reed Jurgensmeyer is going to go wide right. Morningside, double tight ends, trying to get out from their own goal line. They hand it off to Ponder, and Ponder, room to run. He could go. Placide cuts him off. Now he cuts to the right. Ponder to the 45-50. 45, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Morningside. A 99-and-a-half-yard run by A.P. Ponder, and the Mustangs have just taken a 20-7 lead. 
Had that fear that that could happen if Ponder got free for five or ten yards, and he did. Then there was one man to meet that was Placide, and Ponder had just enough interference running in front of him. And he goes 99 and a half yards for the touchdown run. And the Morningside Mustangs, Chase Carter, on to attempt the point after. So Carter to attempt the point after, trying to make it 21 to 7. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through. And the Mustangs up two scores, 21 to 7. 4.05 remaining in the first half. Back with more after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. 4.05 remaining in the first half. Defenders need something good to happen here to close out the half. And something good I would classify as simply hanging on to the football. Maybe running out the clock. Morningside, though, with three timeouts remaining. Dort with one. And the Morningside Mustangs have just seized the momentum with a 99.5-yard touchdown run by A.P. Ponder, and the Mustangs lead it 21-7. 21-7, Morningside now playing with confidence and a two-score lead. And over-end kick taken by Skibot at the 5, to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Flag thrown at the 12-yard line as well, and this one in all likelihood is coming back. That's the vicinity in which you either get a you get a hold or a block in the back. We'll wait for the indication from Randy Hagedorn, and it won't take long because he was the one that dropped the flag. Block in the back against the defenders. This will come back from the spot of the foul. Flag is at the 14, and they will march off. Half the distance to the goal line. And this is back now at the seven-yard line. That's where Dort will start. First and ten. 3.59 left to play. Here in the first half, Morningside leading 21-7. to Imperative that Dort put something together on offense here. Reynolds is going to throw for Heuvelhorst. Heuvelhorst makes the grab at the 42-yard line. Hubelhorst able to get some room to work against Dion Claiborne. Claiborne lost sight of where the football was. That completion all the way out to the Dort 43-yard line. So a 36-yard pass and catch from Reynolds to Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst just his second catch this year. The junior from Yuba City, California. And the defenders first down and 10 now at their own 42. 3.30 and counting, first half. Morningside 21, Dort 7. Reynolds turns, gives to Skibout. Skibout the ball carrier. Skibout wrestled down at the 45-yard line. A gain of three on the play for the freshman from Orange City. And that will bring up second down and seven. Second and seven for the defenders. Reynolds running the offense. Checks off at the line. 20 seconds on the play clock. Dort trying to pick things up just a little bit in terms of tempo. Now they'll look to the sideline. For Morningside, I don't think defensively they're doing anything special. you got four down linemen. Creeping up a linebacker now on the near side. Reynolds, and that's that linebacker who comes in, shoots the gap, and Reynolds is thrown for a loss. 
The three that Skeebout got him on the first down play are lost, plus another two. It's back to the 40-yard line, so a loss of five for Reynolds, and that'll bring up third down and 12. Third and 12, 220 left to play, first half. 21-7, to seven, Morningside in front by a couple of touchdowns. Reynolds will get the snap from Van Riggenmorder. So third down and 12. Two minutes remaining. Clock down to two. Back to pass Reynolds. Reynolds under pressure. Throws it for Hubelhorst. Hubelhorst unable to grab it. It's broken up, but we have a flag on the play. And uh, this one, in all likelihood, is going against Morningside. Jamal Jones was on the coverage. Hubelhorst. Went up for it, got hit early, and of course the Morningside crowd doesn't like that because they never commit a penalty. And it'll be first down and 10 for the defenders at the Morningside 45-yard line. Did I mention that it seems like we make yearly trips to Morningside for football? Every once in a while I'd like to uh, see this game back in Sioux Center. It's been a while it seems. Hand it off, Schoenhoven, Schoenhoven the ball carrier, and Schoenhoven gains one on the play. It's going to be second down and nine. Also, we make a yearly trip to Crete. It's just the quirks of the uh, GPAC schedule with uh, teams leaving and teams joining, and uh, I think we're solid now, but uh, got to work through this transition where uh, the home and away, not always equitable when you look at uh, three- and four-year spans. Second down, nine. Short gain on the play for Skibop. There's my rant for the day. Second down and nine. Reynolds directing traffic. He's got Schoenhoven to his right. Skibop is behind him. Heelhorst is wide left. Back to pass Reynolds. Reynolds pass over the middle. Complete. That's Skibop. Skibop down to the 23-yard line. So the defenders... Picking their picking their uh, spots with a passing game, and now they're threatening in Morningside territory at the 23-yard line. Under a minute to go. One timeout remaining for the defenders. It's first down and 10. First and 10 for the defenders. Reynolds is going to run option. Dodges a tackler, racing to the sideline, and he is brought down before he can get to the sideline. He's down at the 19-yard line. Gain of four on the play. And the defenders will need to use a timeout with 41 seconds remaining, and they're facing second down and six. Second and six for the defenders. At the morning side, 19. Back with more after this. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. 41 seconds remaining in the first half. Morning side, 21 at Dort, 7. Dort with a football at the morning side. 19, they need the 13 for a first down. More importantly, though, Dort without timeouts. They're out of timeouts, so they're going to have to manage this last 41 seconds without the benefit of a timeout. Reynolds moves Skeebout from right to left. Fake the handoff to Schoenhoven. Reynolds trying to race to the edge, and they're going to bring him down before he gets to the sideline. Clock will keep rolling, and that's a one-yard pickup on the play. 30 seconds on the play clock. I should say on the game clock. Now 24. Dort trying to get the play in from the sideline. 
Got to take one more shot. Maybe this one's to the end zone. Pass falls incomplete. Can still kick a field goal. We'll see what they decide. Back to pass Reynolds. Reynolds sacked, and that's exactly what you couldn't have happen. Eight seconds, now five. That's going to be the end of the half. The defenders unable to execute. Morningside gets a quarterback sack to end the first half. And the Mustangs take a 21-7 lead into the locker room. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Coming up at halftime, our Where Are They Now segment. Christian Zalster interviewing graduates from Dort University, then Dort College, uh, but uh, he'll be by shortly with that, and we'll catch up with Where Are They Now in a moment. Good afternoon and welcome into another edition of Where Are They Now on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Where Are They Now is made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull A. Grinnell Mutual Member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa's farmers and homeowners since 1886 Trust in Tomorrow. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, and I had the chance this past week to sit down and interview Nate Forseth, a 2015 graduate of Dort. He transferred to Dort for his junior year, played baseball for a couple seasons, and he's proudly repping the defenders down in Murray, Kentucky. Without further ado, our featured guest for Where Are They Now, Nate Forseth. Let's take it back to kind of before you first stepped on campus at Dort. For those who don't know your background, where did you grow up and when were you first introduced to Dort? Yes, I was actually born and raised in, in Idaho, grew up out west. And then most of my time outdoors, hunting, fishing, playing athletics. Um, and that's part of what brought me to Dort was athletics. So my dad actually began working at Dort as the provost. I ended up getting in contact with the baseball coach there. He reached out. A couple of my really good friends went to school at Dort from Idaho that I've gone to Amber Christian High School with. Rockland Mao ended up hearing about their experience. Had the opportunity to play baseball at Dort, and I actually transferred there my junior year. Yeah, you were at Northwest Nazarene University before that for a couple of years, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, played baseball there as well, where I primarily pitched, and then ended up transitioning to Dort, where I ended up DHing most of the time. Before we dive, you know, fully into athletics on the academic side, a lot of your background is in business and in international and global business, and a little bit of Spanish too. What led you to choose those fields of study? Yes, I ended up studying international business and Spanish. What really drove me to pick those fields of study was I really just enjoyed how business related to the team environment. It was one of the closest things I've found to actually playing athletics when you think about working with a team to accomplish tasks and goals. So I really enjoyed that type of environment. I ended up choosing Spanish. I studied abroad the summer between my freshman and sophomore year in, in Mexico, and I actually had the chance to study Spanish in Spain when I was at Dort during fall semester when I wasn't playing baseball. And it's just been a really good skill that I've been able to use both my jobs since college at Rolls-Royce and at Pella Corporation. And I think the economy is continuing to be more and more global and I just appreciated the worldview and how Dort taught me a lot about those opportunities. As an athlete at Dort, you mentioned playing baseball. When did baseball first become a passion of yours? Well, everyone always gives me a hard time because I'm 6'8". They joke around that I should have played basketball, but um, I've played baseball since pretty much since I could walk. My dad played in college. I grew up playing summer ball as a kid. 
and it was really just a, a passion of mine, really, since I was younger. That translated all the way through to college, and actually, I took a break for a few years after I graduated, and I just started playing church league softball, and I forgot how much I missed it. It's just a, a great sport, so it's always been a passion of mine. Well, you played for a few seasons at Dort. You certainly were productive your senior season. You hit 411, drove in 41 runs. Why do you think you were able to find some success on the diamond and kind of that final hurrah for you as a collegiate athlete? Yeah, I think you're right. My senior season was definitely a, a breakthrough season for me, and I think a lot of that had to do uh, with a couple of things. I think you know it, it took a lot of hard work, a lot of really good coaches investing in me over my first three seasons of college athletics. But some of it was just perspective as a senior on just my approach to baseball. I mean, I'm going to go work really hard, going to you know work with the team to, to do our best every day. But some of that perspective changed where success was less about a batting average or a result. It was more about competing with myself, just getting better every day. So I, I kind of stopped looking at things. It wasn't necessarily whether I got a, a hit that I was successful, but it was whether or not I hit the ball hard, whether or not I, I beat the pitcher that way. And that, that mindset approach was a breakthrough for me my senior year. Unfortunately enough, it, it translated to decent results on the field. You graduated from Dort just a handful of years ago, but when you think back to those years as a student, as an athlete, what sticks out to you most? It's the people. It's absolutely the people. You know, I, I forget specific games. I don't think about statistics. I don't really think about win-loss record. It's just the quality of people that I was able to play baseball with, interact with. And they helped me grow not just as a baseball player, but as a person and as a, a man of God. So that's really what, what jumps out to me from my time as an athlete at Dort, the caliber of, of people that I was fortunate enough to work with and play baseball with every day. So that was a huge blessing. While at Dort, you know, you had the chance to do some interning with Rolls-Royce, and ultimately that probably helped lead you to some of their work in kind of their graduate rotational program. What was it like for you working with Rolls-Royce, and did they let you drive any of the vehicles? <laughs> it was a really good experience working with Rolls-Royce. I learned a lot. So I actually, um, everyone kind of thinks of cars when they think of Rolls-Royce, but I actually worked for Rolls-Royce PLC, so it's primarily just a, a power systems engineering company. So we actually took jet engines when I was a summer intern there, modified those for use on oil and gas platforms, but also used them in power generation applications. So that was what I did as an intern, and then I transitioned into the graduate rotational program full-time after finishing up the doors. The company you're with now, it's highly recognizable to a lot of our listeners, but maybe the town isn't. You recently just became the plant manager of Pellicorp in Murray, Kentucky, what are some of your main responsibilities as a plant manager with Pellicorp? Yeah, so in this role, I'm responsible for safety, quality, productivity, delivery, and our financial goals at the site here. So I get the opportunity to work with our engineering team, our quality team, as well as our, our factory hourly production team and supervisors to ultimately put together a product that meets public expectations or customer expectations and, and do it in a way that meets the financial targets of the company. And really, I, I've enjoyed this role a lot, and we talk about this at Pella really frequently. Something I'm passionate about is Pella is more of a people business than it is a Windows business because everything we do as a team here happens through people. So you know, I really 
really enjoy the chance to, to work with this team, coach, develop, and see a lot of the really cool projects that this group can accomplish when they're working together. A somewhat recent promotion and a recent proposal as well. So congratulations, first of all. What have the past few months been like for you? They've been busy, yeah. It's been really, really busy. So obviously I started a new job at work. I just got back from San Diego this weekend. I ended up getting engaged to my fiance Ray Thompson. She's way, way out of my league. So definitely outkicked my, my coverage there to use a football term and you know, had to had to lock her down before she realized that uh, she was out of my league. So it's been a really busy couple months, but definitely a lot of blessings that have been happening. So I'm very, very grateful, very thankful for that. Last question I have for you, Nate, and I like to end kind of our chats with, with one last question about athletics and kind of the role in our lives as it changes through many stages and through the many places we live. And I know you alluded a little bit to some of it with the church softball league earlier, but for you, what's the role of athletics in your life today? Yeah, today I, I still try to stay active and fit. That's really how I see it. it is a, athletics is a good way, really, for me to stay not just physically fit, but it's one of the best ways I've found to handle stress from work or other things in life. You get the opportunity when you're on the field to be thinking about nothing but the next play. So I'm really thankful for that. I'm thankful for the lessons I've learned in athletics about leadership, about teamwork, about putting the team's success before your individual success. And that's translated really throughout you know, the time I was younger to my time at Dork. And I still practice a lot of those lessons learned in work today. So I'm very thankful for the role that athletics has played in my life. A big thank you to Nate Forseth for taking some time out of his day to sit down and to chat with me over the phone and to join us on another edition of Where Are They Now? Where Are They Now? is made possible on KDCR by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hallway Grinnell Mutual Member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, and that is going to do it for us on Where Are They Now? here this afternoon. But don't worry, because we have plenty more Defender Athletics coming up right here on KDCR and KDCR885.com. The Dort Defenders trailing Morningside at halftime of this Great Plains Athletic Conference football game. Dort drew first blood. They scored on an 80-yard pass from Tyler Reynolds to Eli Bolden with 13.28 left to play in the first quarter to make it 7-0. Morningside finally broke through with a 13-yard pass from Joe Dolinchek to Austin Johnson to make it 7-7. In the second quarter, Morningside's A.J. Ponder, a 23-yard run to cap a 10-play, 90-yard drive to make it 14-7. That was with 7.09 remaining in the first half. And then Morningside, uh, I hope this isn't the backbreaker. you got plenty of football left to play, but this is when they really took control of things. They were uh, pinned inside their own territory, back at their own one-yard line, inside their own one. And A.J. Ponder snapped one off for 99 yards. To cap a two-play, 99-plus drive to make it 21-7. With 4.05 left to play in the half, Dort was able to move the football down the field, had it inside the Morningside 20-yard line, had to, exo- had to use their last timeout with 40 seconds left, 
and then ended up taking a quarterback sack on third down and could not get the clock stopped. And the clock runs out before Dort can attempt a field goal, and we go to the locker room at 21-7. 153 yards passing for the Mustangs for Dort, 136. Dort, 3 of 8 passing. Morningside, 12 of 20. The defenders, 43 yards on the ground. Morningside, 154. But other than that 99-yard run, Morningside, 18 carries for 55 yards. So uh, it's been a battle of defenses thus far. Time of possession, just about even. Dort, 14.59. Morningside, 15.01. For the defenders, Carter Skibot, 5 carries, 19 yards. No one else with more than 9 yards. Caleb Marish, 0 for 4 passing. Tyler Reynolds, 3 for 4 for 136 yards. Eli Bolden, Ben Hubelhorst. Carter Skibout with one catch apiece. Bolden, 80 yards for a touchdown. Hubelhorst, 35. Skibout, 21. Jake Dodges punted four times for a 44.2 yards per punt average. Elliot Benkickericks, four solos along with Nathan Cabongo on defense. Jalen Placide, three solos and one assist. Logan Fanning with three solo tackles as well. For the Morningside Mustangs, A.J. Ponder, 12 carries, 157 yards. Joe Dolancheck, 1 for 7. Joe Dol- uh, Dolancheck, that is, 12 for 20 passing, 153 yards and a touchdown. Bo Wells, 6 catches for 61 yards. Austin Johnson, 3 for 30. Joe Katzer leading Morningside's defense with 5 solo tackles and 3 assisted stops. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're at halftime. Both teams out of the locker room, though. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with the second half right after this. To wrap up our halftime, the Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center scoreboard. Fairway Meat and Grocery serving the community since 1991. Morningside leads Dort 21-7. Hastings leads Jamestown 21-7. Midland leads Northwestern 15-14. That was late in the first half. Dakota Wesleyan and Briarcliff, they're kicking off at 3 o'clock. Doan and Tarleton State down in Texas, kicking off at 6 o'clock. And Concordia and Buena Vista scheduled to kick off in Storm Lake at 6 o'clock. There's a, uh, there's a fake score up there, uh, evidently, with their live scoring. So uh, I, got, I got fooled, but uh, they're kicking off at 6 o'clock tonight. Kickoff of the second half, Morningside will return. Take it at the 8-yard line, out to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, to the 25-30. Need a stop, and they get one shaken up on the play. Levi Sconehoven, Sconehoven on special teams, out to the 37-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for the Mustangs, running it out for the Mustangs. Their return man, I believe that's Darnell Davis, also a defensive back, and the Mustangs. Take over first down and 10 at their own 37-yard line. Women's soccer, Dort has just tied their game with York. 2-2 at York, Nebraska. See if the defender women can run their winning streak to four. AP Ponder around the left edge, dodges a tackler, and a shoestring tackle made by Connor Bosma at the Dort 49-yard line. So a gain of 14 on the play for Ponder. Ponder is going to close in on 200 yards very rapidly. Most Dort can bottle him up, and they did a pretty good job early in the game of doing just that. But 
Morningside starting to click with their passing game, and you know what happens. One feeds off of the other. Flare pass out intended for Ponder. Falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10, and Ponder got buried. I beg your pardon, Dolancheck got buried as he delivered that pass, hitting him just as he released it was Jake Bielkeman. Bielkeman within a whisker of really wreaking some havoc. Six foot, 250 pounder from Rippin Christian. Very nearly breaks that play up, but the pass falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10 at the Dort 49 yard line. Back to pass, Dolan check, Dolan check, pass to the sideline, complete to Jurgensmeyer, breaks one tackle and is forced out of bounds after he picks up 13 yards on the play. It'll be first down and 10 for the Mustangs at the 36-yard line. So the Mustangs moving the sticks and the defenders just on their heels just a little bit on offense. And uh, you play a team that uh, has as good a balance as you're going to see in terms of the run and the pass and their potency. Pass completed down to the 20-yard line, so another gain of, well, ends up being 17 on the play. On the pass completion to Addison Ross, he doubles at the morning side punter, and the football now down to the Dort 17, first down and 10 for Dolancheck. Defense needs to force a turnover here. Second, First down and 10 at the Dort 17-yard line. Ponder shifting his way left to right and somehow working his way forward to the 12-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of five on the play, second down and five. Minute and a half into this second half, Mustangs starting to control things. Dort scored first. Took a little while for Morningside to recover, but since then they've scored 21 unanswered. And the Mustangs, second down and five. They shift things to the left side. They overload over there. Now Myers will come over to the right side along with Reed Jurgensmeyer. Jurgensmeyer lining up in the slot. Fake the handoff. Back to pass. Dolan check to the end zone. Incomplete. It'll be second down, pardon me, third down and five on the incomplete pass intended for Jared Myers. Let him just a little bit too far. Dolan check played behind one of the player of the year candidates, Trent Salzma at quarterback. Salzma only completed about 80% of his passes last year. Man in motion right to left is Jurgensmeyer. Third down and five. Morningside back to pass. They fake the pass out of the backfield and instead come back over the middle. They look off the defense, and it's Sione Tuafua who gets into the end zone for the 13-yard touchdown pass and catch. And another touchdown for the Morningside Mustangs. They lead it now 27-7 and are threatening to make it 28-7 with Chase Carter coming on to attempt the point after. 27-7 our score. Carter. Sizes things up. He'll kick it out of the hold of Ells. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is through. And the Mustangs lead it 28-7. So the Mustangs, 28 unanswered. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We'll be back with a kickoff right after this. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. The defenders, a fair catch called for. By Raymond Taronis, 
And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at the 25-yard line. That's one of those rule changes from last year where you can call for a fair catch on the kickoff and take it at the 25-yard line. And that is exactly what Taronis does that time. Carter Skibout does not is not in to return kicks that on that sequence. Rolling right, Marish. Marish stops in the pocket, and he is blindsided. Saw it at the last instant coming, and he got to get rid of it. So easy to save from up here. Nicholas Gustav on the tackle. Makes it second down and 16. He's tackled for a six-yard loss back to the 19. So Charlie Young and Levi Sconehoven on the field for the defenders right now. Scanning to make sure. uh, Don't see Carter Skibot right now, but this may just simply be a personnel change at halftime. Charlie, the carry, picks up five yards on the play. It'll be third down and 11. Third down and 11 for the defenders at their own 24-yard line. 28-7, Morningside in front. They've scored 28 in a row since Dort got their attention with a game-opening 80-yard pass play. It came on, I believe, third down. That started the scoring. A little confusion on the offensive side of the football for the defenders right now. 17 seconds and counting. Marish fakes the handoff. Has a man open out of the backfield. That's Sconehoven. Sconehoven the reception out to the 46-yard line. So the defenders keep the drive alive. A 22-yard pass and catch to Sconehoven out of the backfield by Marish. And the defenders have it near midfield. New rankle by the defenders that time. They use Skibout in that role a couple times. Now they go to Sconehoven coming out of the backfield for that pass completion. Hand off to Charlie Young. Young picks up four yards on the play, and it's second down and six. Second and six on the carry for the 6'1", 210-pound junior from Colorado Springs, Colorado. He prepped at Lewis Palmer High School. Two receivers left, one to the right. Lining up in the slot is Warner. And to be honest with you, can't recall the last time Dort went to their tight end, actually, as a pass threat. So he'll occupy someone, but in all likelihood, if they're passing, it's going to be somebody out of the backfield or Hubelhorst on the far side of the field or Dodge on the near side. They hand it off to Charlie Young. Young breaks a tackle, breaks another one. He's out to the 40-yard line, but a flag comes in at the end of the play. Flag comes in at the end of the play. Charlie Young currently at the 40-yard line of the Mustangs. That's an 11-yard gain on the play, but this one, what's the flag? And I believe it's going to be a hold. Certainly looks as if they're poised to step this off against the defenders, and it will be a hold. So a... All right. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. That's going to bring it back to the 49-yard line, and we reestablish. Now it's second down and six. Second and six. So second down and six. The defenders need the Morningside 45-yard line for a first down. Moving the football a little bit are the defenders, trailing 28-7. Obviously, you need some good things to happen, but there's still plenty of football left in this one. 10-33 and counting. 
in the third quarter. Dort trailing 28-7. to Need your defense to make some plays, and you need your offense, obviously, to put together a drive or two just to get back in the game. Marish is going to run an option, fakes the pitch, and he is dragged down from behind in this Morningside defensive line. Very athletic. Gustav able to chase him down from behind. That's a gain of two on the play for Marish. Sets up a manageable third down and four. But this is where Morningside has been able to make stops and force Dort either into fourth down conversion tries or force them to punt. Marish. Barking signals, three down linemen, four down linemen for the Mustangs now. Dort looks to the sideline for the play call. Hubelhorst to the far side. Jake Dodge lining up tight on the near side, and that's the short side of the field. Football resting on the left hash mark as you stand behind the Dort offense. Quick hitter up the middle for Charlie Young, and Charlie Young picks up four yards on the play. It's going to be first down and ten for the defenders, trailing 28-7 with 9.32 left to play in the third quarter. If you're Dort, you can put together a drive here. You don't have to take chances at this point. As I said, plenty of football left if your defense can make a stop or two. Easier said than done against the Morningside offense that seems to have found its stride here since the uh, middle of the first quarter. They started clicking after that. Young the tailback, Marish. Turns, hands, busted play. Marish is going to roll right, get rid of it. Throws to the sideline, floats it up, and incomplete. And that is exactly what you don't want to do. He floats it up to no one in particular. I thought he was going to throw it out of bounds and live to play another day. But that one falls in a triangle, or in in between three Morningside players down at about the 20-yard line. Didn't quite get it out of bounds. Could have just as well been picked off as it is. Second out and 10, they dodged the bullet. Football at the Morningside 42-yard line. Marish fakes the handoff and throws it, and it's intercepted by the linebacker. Dropping back in coverage it was Katz, or he's still on his feet to the 40-30. He's going to go to the house. 20-10-5 touchdown. The linebacker, Katz, are dropped back. Marish obviously did not see him on the throw to the right. And Katzer, the defenseman's dream, as he runs some 60 yards for a touchdown score. And the Mustangs lead it now 34-7, to pending the point after. 8.41 left to play in the third quarter. Morningside threatening to make it 35-7. to 35-7 hour score. Nearing the midpoint of the third quarter. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good for Morningside's Chase Carter. And he is now 5 of 5 on point after tries. And the Mustangs lead it 35-7. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Sioux City, Elwood Olsen Stadium, right after this. 35-7, Morningside in front. They've scored... 35 unanswered, and the defenders taking it in the end zone. That's Raymond Taronis. Taronis does not return it. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 25-yard line. So the defenders trailing 35-7. Scored the first points of the day today, and for about... 
the better part of the first quarter, it was a stalemate. Ended up being 7-7, seven to seven. and then the second quarter, Morningside started to get their offense going, and they had that big play, that 99-yard run by A.P. Ponder, followed by Dort unable to get the ball in the end zone as the half ended, and they had it inside the 20. Charlie Young, the carry, picks up four yards on the play, and that really seemed to have swung things around to Morningside in a game of momentum, obviously. It's a cliché. But a couple of the scores here in the second half, and Morningside now firmly in control up 35-7. to They get a defensive touchdown moments ago, and now for Dort, the key here, in my opinion, one of the keys is you don't let that linger. You don't let that touchdown, that defensive touchdown for Morningside linger. you got to put that one behind you and comp- uh, continue to compete. I've watched several games here at Els- Elwood Olsen Stadium since Dort Began fielding a football program some 11 and 12 years ago, and that is what Morningside feeds off of is they get that one big play, and then they feed off it. They get another one and another one, and you look up at the scoreboard, and things have gotten completely out of hand. Third down and four after the carry by Young. 7.35 and counting, third quarter. 35-7, Morningside in front. Dort stacks the eye behind Marish, Marish keeps it himself, and he is close to a first down. Depends on the spot of the football. Linesman, not very generous this afternoon. It's going to be short of the first down marker by less than a yard. And if you're Dort here, I don't know. Well, are you going to punt? Checking to see who's coming onto the field, and it looks like the punt team is coming out. Dort facing fourth down and less than the length of a football. Jake Dodge will be punting with seven minutes remaining in the third quarter. Dort trailing 35-7. to seven. So you put it in the hands of the defense and uh, see if you can get a stop. You're going to play this one close to the vest. Unless Morningside, see if they can, if they jump off sides. They don't. Dodge gets this one away. A towering kick. Ells will grab it near the sideline. And he goes out of bounds at the 27-yard line. No return on the play. A 39-yard punt by Jake Dodge, and Dodge has done a very better-than-adequate job at punter. He's averaging right around 40 yards per punt, and you'll take that at uh, this level of football any day. Morningside will take over first down and 10 at their own 27-yard line. Morningside's Dolan check on the field. A.P. Ponder behind him. Ponder closing in on 200 yards rushing. Over half of those so far coming on that 99-yard run until he gets to 200, we'll be able to say over half of them. An 11-yard completion to Austin Johnson brings up a first down for the Mustangs. So first down and 10 for the Mustangs at their own 38-yard line. First down and 10 for Morningside. Dolan check. Ponder behind him. Turns, hands, gives to Ponder. Ponder dives forward. Picks up maybe two on the play. It'll be second down and eight. Second and eight for the defenders at their own 40-yard line. Pardon me. Second down and eight for the Mustangs at their own 40-yard line. Tell you about Dort Cross Country in between quarters as well when we get there. Good day for Nate Wolf and the cross country teams. Ended up hosting a meet today. Didn't really plan on that at the beginning of the week, but bad weather up in South Dakota necessitating it. 
pass falls incomplete. Jalen Placide knocks it away on the pass intended for Austin Johnson. That brings up third down and eight. Third down and eight on the incomplete pass. Broken up. Clock stops. 5.37 remaining. Dolan check. They send Ponder in motion out of the backfield. Dolan check looking. Pass is complete. And... Cabongo on the tackle immediately, but looks like that's enough for a Morningside first down. So Morningside's Bo Ells. They go back to the well. Bo Ells. They needed uh, they needed seven. They got seven and a half. First and ten for the Mustangs at their own 49-yard line. Dolan check. In the backfield with him is Stratman. Back to pass is Dolan check. They leak Stratman out. Stratman on the short pass to the 45 and brought down by Connor Bosma at the 43-yard line. That'll be a gain of eight on the play. Second down and two. Second and two with 4.55 and counting left to play in the third quarter. Dolan check. Three receivers to the right, two to the left. Really stretching out this Dort defense. Back to pass. Dolan check. Dolan checks pass complete to Els. And Els, the master of the short gain. Another six yards on the play for Els on the completion. Moves the sticks again. It'll be first down for the Mustangs with 427 remaining here in the third quarter. Pass to the sideline. Els looking over his right shoulder. Pass ends up over his left. Makes a valiant effort on the sideline to reel it in. Pass falls incomplete. Cabongo on the coverage. It is second down and 10. There's a flag on the play as well. Just off of the line of scrimmage near the slot area for the Mustangs. Let's see what the call is. Randy Hagedorn looking to the Dort sideline, so it must be against Morningside. And decision for Penner. Penner says we'll take the yards, I think. Well, my sign, my signal reading, skills being put to the test today. Just can't hear them inside the sealed press box here at Morningside. Randy Hagedorn, I believe that indication was an ineligible man downfield for the Mustangs. It's going to be a five-yard penalty. It's going to be first down and 15, so the defenders will take the yards. Morningside gets the down. First and 15, back, and they hand off to Ponder. Ponder breaks one tackle, breaks another, and is finally dragged down at the 32-yard line. Jessup Leakey on the tackle for the defenders. The morning side gets nearly 10 yards on that play. We're going to call it second down and five on the carry by Ponder. Under four minutes to go in the third period. Ponder to the outside, and there he goes. He's to the 20. And he is brought down at the 18-yard line. Nathan Cabongo on the uh, tackle. But another 14-yard pickup on the play for Cabongo. Uh, pardon me, for Ponder as Cabongo makes the tackle. And that's another Morningside first down. 
You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Dolan check, pump fake, throws to the end zone, and the pass is broken up by Bosma. Nice job of breaking up that pass. And it'll be second down and 10. Dolan check, throws it just out of the reach of Jurgensmeyer. Well, over at York, Nebraska, the Dort women's soccer team, three unanswered goals. They go up 3-2 to two on the Panthers. Sarah Kriesel, a goal for Dort. A little razzle-dazzle for the Mustangs and making the tackle. I believe that's David Kakmarinski. Kakmarinski winning the battle that time, getting to Jake Knott, tackling Knott on the sweep pitch. Loss on the play. It's going to be third down and 16. Third and 16, football at the 24. Morningside needs to get to the Dort 7. To extend the drive, 2.55 left to play in the third period. Morningside up 35-7. to Dolan check. Has Stratman in the backfield with him. Stratman. They're going to leak him out of the backfield. Pass over the middle. Incomplete. And the pass falls incomplete. Brayton Van Kickericks breaking the pass up. And we've got a player hurt for the defenders. Players shaken up for Dort. Very quickly scanning who's on the field. Thought maybe it was Kak Marinsky, but I see number 51 out there. Someone with a similar build to David, though. Chris Fagerness, the Dort trainer. is going to attend to the injured athlete. Looks like he's dealing with the left leg. And again, unable to make out who the injured player is for Dort. He's one of the big fellows up front, though. And that is going to be Buchelman. Jake Buchelman shaken up on the play. They're going to assist him off of the field. Putting weight on both legs, though, as they assist him off of the field. That is a good sign, but obviously you hold your breath. Uh, He came up, grabbed that left leg immediately when he was down on the ground. The pass fell incomplete over the middle, broken up by Brayton Van Kickericks, and that brings up fourth down and decision time for the Mustangs. This will be a 42-yard field goal if they decide to go that route. Chase Carter hit a 29-yarder last week, and it doesn't appear that they will take the field goal opportunity instead Dolan check comes out of the um, comes back onto the field with the offense you've got Ethan Stratman in the backfield with him 235 remaining in the third quarter fake the handoff to Stratman pass over the middle broken up incomplete Cabongo knocks it away and that uh, the turnover on downs, the Dort defense comes up with a stop. Now the defenders will have it first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. Logan Fanning Dort for Dort upset about something that he felt happened after the, after the play was dead. Voicing his concern to Randy Hagedorn, the referee, the white hat, 
And now Dort will have it first down and 10 at their own 23-yard line. Tyler Reynolds back in at quarterback for Dort. Reynolds is going to follow the blocker, and oh, he is snowed under. Not fooled at all defensively was Morningside's Chase Nelson. Nelson, he shoots the gap, the linebacker. Reynolds was simply trying to follow his blocker into the line. And he was knocked down immediately. That was Reese Schnell. He was following into the line. Two minutes left to play, third quarter. Dort trailing, 35-7. Reynolds stops, pass, intended for Heuvelhorst, incomplete. Beg your pardon, that's not Reynolds, but uh, that is instead Marish. And now Reynolds comes back onto the field. And that'll bring up third down and 10 for the defenders with under two minutes to go in the third quarter. Dort trailing 35-7. 35-7. Bolden on the field for the defenders. He made the touchdown grab to start the day for Dort. An 80-yard touchdown pass. And now we have a timeout on the field. Timeout, Dort. They have two remaining. 155 left to play here in the third period. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more. Third down and 10 for the defenders. Tyler Reynolds, a little bit of touch that time. Completes the pass to Jake Dodge on the far sideline. 13-yard pickup on the play, more than enough for a Dort first down. Dort has it, first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Bolden is lined up wide to the left. He's the freshman from Harlan. Fake the handoff, Reynolds follows his blocker into this line, and he is waylaid. Joel Katzer, Katzer buries him. It's going to be second down and nine. So that linebacker, the linebacker core for Morningside reading that play, and as the offensive linemen are engaged with the defensive linemen, the linebackers coming up and just cleaning things up. 105 left to play, third quarter. Jake Dodge in the slot. No one on the right on the uh, far side. They pitch it left side over to Schoenhoven, and Schoenhoven they go low on him, make the tackle. Gain of three on the play. And the player for Morningside shaken up as Schoenhoven's knee might have hit him right in the head. There is not a good place to tackle Levi Schoenhoven unless you bring friends. Kind of like trying to tackle a sack full of hammers. And that time, the defensive player for Morningside takes the brunt of it. He went low, and Schoenhoven's knee caught him. And up on his feet immediately was the defenseman Darnell Davis. And Davis, then a scary moment as he just simply drops back to the turf. And uh, he might be done for the day. Takes the hand, takes the helmet off, shakes out the cobwebs. And I'm guessing that a trainer is going to grab that helmet and say, yeah, you might be done for the day, son. And they do. Third down and seven. Nothing malicious, but that's just a... Uh, <laughs> That's just how 
you, you end up in some precarious positions. He elected to go low, and there are bad things down low as well. Uh, you're going to sweep the legs out from under a player, but you might get kicked or kneed in the head, and that's exactly what happened to Darnell Davis. Third down and six. 26 seconds left to play here in the quarter. Three-second differential. Game clock and play clock. Reynolds is going to pitch it right over to Schoenhoven, and Schoenhoven upended that time by Dion Claiborne. He went low as well. He comes up none the worse for wear, though, and that'll be the last play of the third quarter. Our score, Morningside 35, Dort 7. Mack with a look at some scores on the fairway scoreboard right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. It's time for the Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center scoreboard, serving the community since 1991. The Dort scoreboard. Dort women run their winning streak to four with a 3-2 win over the York Panthers earlier today. For the defenders, they scored two. Uh, pardon me, York scored two. Sedort allowed two in the first half. They come storming back with three in the second half. Catherine Coima, a pair of, Coyman, a pair of goals, and also a goal by Sarah Kreisel. The defenders return to GPAC play next week. I believe there's a road trip to Dakota Wesleyan on the horizon. We'll take a look at the statistics through three quarters as we have a moment as well. Jake Dodge punting. This one will take a Morningside bounce at about the 28-yard line. It'll be downed at the 28-yard line by Bosma. That is a 31-yard punt by Dodge. And the Mustangs will have it first down and 10. Also today, women's cross country. Dort wins a meet that they host. Women scored 18 points. Dakota State second with 83. Olivia Couch, Sarah Wensink, Sienna DeYoung. 1-2-3 for the defenders. Couch the win with a 19-34 on the 5K course. For the men, Dort 28, Dakota State 42, Davis Tebbin. First across for the defenders. Third overall, 26-44, followed by Eric Steiger in fourth. Nick Veldhorst in sixth. Back to pass. Dolan check. Dolan check's pass is complete to Jurgensmeyer. Jurgensmeyer along the sideline. And Jurgensmeyer is dragged down on the sideline inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. Morningside continuing to air it out. Tackle made by the defenders, Ashton Treshman. Ashton Treshman, safety for the defenders from Knoxville, Tennessee. It'll be first and 10 for the Mustangs at the 17. As the clock continues to roll, under 15 minutes to go in this contest. Dolan check, turns, hands, gives to Ponder. Ponder, the ball carrier. Ponder inside the 15 down to the 14-yard line. Dort's Cabongo on the tackle, also making the stop. Cullen Thornton through three quarters. Dort has been out gained 434 to 247. A.J. Ponder with 213 yards rushing for the Mustangs. Charlie Young with 29 yards rushing for the defenders. Taylor Reynolds, 150 yards through the air, 4 of 5 passing. No one for Dort with more than one catch. Nathan Cabongo, 7 solo tackles. Elliot Benkickericks and Connor Bosma with 5 solo tackles each. Second down and 7 for the Mustangs. Ponder turns, hands, new running back for Morningside. 
That is Anthony Sims. Sims not on the 2D. Not uncommon, though, at Morningside. Uh, you've got a multitude of running backs, and they're not afraid to use extra ones as the game moves along. Ponder's day could be done. He's got over 200 yards. Sims, the running back, had expected to see a little bit more of Tupac Capea coming off that 122-yard game against St. Francis. Now we have a Dort player shaking up. Chris Fagernes getting a workout for the Dort, College, Dort University athletic training staff. Not sure who is shaken up. Blocked by the Morningside huddle right now. Might be Quentin Murphy. Looks like Quentin Murphy, 5'8", 175-pound junior, banged up on the play. Quentin is from... Pella, Iowa, by way of the University of Northern Iowa. Last check, Midland leads Northwestern in a game in Fremont, 22-14. Morningside, they hand it off to Sims. Sims racing to the end zone, touchdown Morningside. A five-yard touchdown run by Sims, and the Mustangs lead it 41-7 pending the point after. So the Mustangs adding another score with 13-20 remaining. They've now scored 41 unanswered pending the point after try by Chase Carter. Well, there were good things that happened early in this ballgame, but uh, Morningside gradually, they just keep leaning on you, and eventually they're too heavy to stop, if you will. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And another point after for Chase Carter. And the Mustangs lead it now 42-7. 42-7 hour score. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. Back with more in a moment. Morningside kicking off. Fair catch called for by the defenders at the 6-yard line. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at their own 25-yard line. And in all honesty, you got some skill players banged up. I see nothing wrong with that strategy by Raymond Taronis. That high kickoff, Morningside, pretty good on special teams. And you take over at your own 25-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders. Levi Schoenhoven and Charlie Young in the backfield have not seen Carter Skibot here in the second half. I don't say that to alarm anyone. But it is an observation as uh, Leva, as uh, Carter had played a lot of minutes, a lot of snaps in the first half. Pass completed over to Heuvelhorst. Heuvelhorst to the 40, a gain of 15 on the play, and he's forced out of bounds by Morningside's Jamal Jones. Jamal Jones forcing him out of bounds. 13-10 and counting left to play in this contest. Dort trailing 42-7. Get to the scoreboard in just a little bit. Made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center. Been serving the community since 1991. We'll get that after this next play. Reynolds back in at quarterback for the defenders. Defenders still trying to figure some things out at quarterback. Noah Clayberg not playing today. And Reynolds loose with the football. And it's covered up. It looks like Morningside forces a fumble. And we're going to sort it out. It will be Morningside football. 
Gage Grinnell comes up with it after it was knocked free from Tyler Reynolds. Reynolds got a little loose with it in the pocket. And uh, with all those hands around Morningside now with a 42-7 lead, they've got the football indoor territory at the 35-yard line. And Joe Dolancheck will lead the Morningside offense back onto the field. Here's your scoreboard check. Hastings leading Jamestown 24-14 over at Hastings. Midland leading Northwestern 22-14. Just underway, Dakota Wesleyan and Briar Cliff. Don and Tarleton State will play later tonight. Concordia is at Buena Vista. Handoff. Right side, not much there for Ethan Stratman. Gain of two on the play. It'll be second and eight. Coming up at 3.30, Dort University Junior Varsity Volleyball versus Briarcliff. And at 5 o'clock, it'll be Dort University versus Briarcliff in Varsity Volleyball to conclude the day. Second down and eight for the Mustangs at the Dort 33-yard line. 12 minutes remaining. New quarterback in for the Mustangs. This is Tate Richards, a freshman. So second down and eight. Send Tupac Capea in motion. Richards is going to flare it out to the far side. We've got a flag on the play. Capea is going to go the distance, but this one's probably coming back. They'll celebrate, but that celebration will be for naught. This one's thrown in the backfield, unless it was a roughing the passer flag. This one's at the 45-yard line, and we've got a flag as well inside the five-yard line, and another one over at the one. Did anyone hang on to their handkerchief on that one? So Tupac Capea on the flare pass to the right side, and Morningside has really gone to that play, leaking that running back out of the backfield, short completion, and then give them some space to work and use their speed and quickness. We have four officials gathered three of them through flags as i said there was one at the 45 yard line there's another one at the one yard line might be a celebration penalty in there as well and i saw another one near the goal line or the end zone Eleven forty left to play in the game then all morning side for about the second, third, and now the first few minutes of the fourth quarter. It was 7-7 seven seven at the end of the first quarter. Dort was standing toe-to-toe with the Mustangs. A lot of things to sort out. Randy Hagedorn, very deliberate. And he's really going to put it, my sign reading to a test. As I said earlier, can't crack a window here to pick up a crowd noise. Can't pick up the official's microphone either. So now Randy Hagedorn will go over to the Dort sideline. And it appears there's an explanation in order. Doesn't look like anyone's moving yet. So it looks like the play will stand. Still waiting for those signals. So we had a roughing the passer. That's declined.
And we have an unsportsmanlike on Morningside after the touchdown. That will be assessed on the kickoff. And we still have a flag at the 45-yard line. And I think Randy is forgetting about his flag. Play clock is at 25. That won't start until the official gives a signal and everybody has their laundry taken care of. Point after try on the way for Morningside. New kicker in as well. This is Tyler Paulson. Paulson trying the point after. First time we have seen Paulson. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick is through the uprights, and the Mustangs take a 49-7 lead. 49-7 hour score. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR. Defenders trail the Mustangs. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Morningside will be kicking off, and if my math is correct, they will be kicking off from the 20-yard line. As this unsportsmanlike was assessed on the kickoff. On to kickoff will be Chase Carter. This one is ground to a halt. A pretty good flow up to this point. And now plodding along. Flags will do that. 49-7, Morningside in front. And the defenders in all likelihood will have good field position. Don't want to take anything for granted, though. A high end-over-end kick taken by the defenders at the 30. That's Taronas to the 40. 45 stumbles forward to the 47-yard line before he is downed. And making the tackle for the Mustangs. That's Isaac Bauer. Bauer, a 5'9", 180-pound linebacker. Dort will set up shop at their own 48-yard line. Marish is your quarterback. Young and Sconehoven in the backfield. So Marish, the quarterback, the freshman, hands it off, and that's Young, and not much there for Charlie Young. It'll be second down. So second down and 10 for the defenders after no gain on the play. 11 minutes remaining. Caleb Marish, the quarterback for the defenders. He's from Murrieta, California. Throws to a wide-open heel horse to the 30, 25-20. Pushed out of bounds inside the 20, down at the 18-yard line. So a gain of, quickly do the math, 24. Beg your pardon, 34. It'll be a first down for the defenders at the Morningside, 18. Dort trailing 49-7, 10-35 and counting. Fourth quarter. Warning sign with this one well in hand. They're going to remain. They're going to go two and zero. They'll remain undefeated. 
Nine seconds on the play clock. Dort first down and 10 at the morning side, 18. Back to pass, Marish. Marish floats it towards the end zone. And unable to make the play is Heuvelhorst. Heuvelhorst and the corner for Morningside, Ricky Johnson, I believe, in a hand fight. And that time the ball falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. 49-7. Morningside has scored 49 unanswered. This was tied 7-7 at the end of the first quarter. Rolling left, Marish, Marish has a man open, pass completed over to Dodge inside the 10, down to the 5-yard line. So a gain of 12 on the play, and more than enough for a first down, and now it's first down and goal for the defenders. Over in Fremont, Midland leads Northwestern 22-14. Would be a bit of an upset there if Midland can hang on for that. Still a ways to go, though. Men's soccer for the defenders. They'll get started shortly. Marish takes a snap, hands it off Charlie Young, and Young is hit in the backfield, shooting the gap with Seth Maitland. Maitland beats someone, and uh, he hits Young in the backfield. Young struggles forward back to the original line of scrimmage. And it's now second down and goal to go at the six. Second down and goal to go at the six-yard line. 49-7, Morningside in front. They've scored 49 unanswered. Marish. Back to pass. Throws it to the end zone. Dodge up with one hand. Circus catch. Touchdown defenders. Jake Dodge. One hands it. Reaches up with that sticky glove and reels it in. On the pass and catch from Marish, and the defenders are on the board, trailing 49-13. to 13. So a six, make that an eight-yard touchdown pass, and the defenders make it 49-13. So 49-13, on to attempt the point after try. Snap is down, Reynolds gets the snap down. Kick is up, and the kick is good by Dortz. Brett Zachman, Zachman now two for two on point after tries, and the defenders trail 49-17. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. Dort with a touchdown catch by Jake Dodge. You won't see anything finer than that one-arm grab right in the corner of the end zone. Kickoff by the defenders, and the defenders trailing 49-14. Mustangs bring it out to the 19-yard line. That return by Morningside's Jake Knott. And Morningside will take over first and 10 at their own 19-yard line. 8.56 remaining in regulation. And the Mustangs will send Tate Richards out to run the offense. Richards looks to the sideline, hands it off 
That's Stratman. Stratman racing to the edge, and he has ridden out of bounds after a gain of six on the play. Actually stepped out of bounds earlier than that, back at the 24. So a gain of five. It'll be second down and five. Second and five for the Mustangs. Morningside with this one in hand, leading 42, uh, pardon me, 49-14. Curious to see if Morningside takes many shots down the field or if they just simply try to grind it out and... uh, get out and start preparing for their next contest. Next week, Dort's at Jamestown. The road swing continues while Morningside wraps up three games in a row to start the season at home. They get their first two conference games at home, and Midland will prove to be a formidable challenge based on the fact that they are right with Northwestern today and actually leading Northwestern 22-14 at last check. Second out and five for the Mustangs at the 24. Hand off to Stratman. Stratman breaks a tackle. Picks up a first down. He's beyond the 30 out to the 33-yard line before he is tackled. Tackle made by Sam Warner. Warner, a freshman out of Pella. uh, The defenders relying on some youth, especially with some injuries early in the year hoping that uh, some of those injuries are not as sustained as feared. And some of those players will be back before projected. 7.25 and counting. Fourth quarter of play. Stratman outside the numbers, and he is brought down. Shooting the gap, Elliot Van Kickericks. Van Kickericks, very active. Good freshman football player. Prepped at Rock Valley, obviously the sharing or the that program, Boyden Hull Rock Valley, the football program, but went to high school in Rock Valley. He and his cousin Brayton have made quite an impact early on this season, linebackers for the defenders. Morningside taking their time, under seven minutes to go. Second down and 12 for the Mustangs. Stratman checks his wristband. And the backfield with him is Tate Richards. Richards, the quarterback. Richards fakes and uh, actually gives it to Stratman. And Stratman, nothing there. Tackle made by Morozik. That's actually Anthony Sims, who has a touchdown to his credit. And now the Mustangs facing third down and 14, so they've gone the wrong way on a couple of plays, a couple of two-yard losses. And it will be third down and 14. Third and 14, Richards, screen pass, dumps it off, Sims, Sims to the 40 and to the 44-yard line. And you already know, he needed the 43 for a first down, and on that screen play, out to the 44-yard line, and the Mustangs keep the drive alive with 5.49 left to play in the contest. So Morningside now milking the clock. They're taking their time. First down and 10 for the Mustangs at their own 45-yard line. 11 seconds on the play clock, 5.30 on the game clock. Richards turns, hands, gives to uh, to Tupac, Capea, and Capea 
tackled behind the line of scrimmage. And Capella, that banner game against St. Francis, I'm sure at that point he thought, man, this college stuff is easy. Today has not been easy for him at all as Dort's defense has limited him. Obviously, he's got some big play potential. It's going to be second down and 14. Second and 14, 445 and counting. Morningside content to keep it on the ground. They've been playing it pretty close to the best. Now they'll throw a swing pass. Pass is complete. Short of the first down, though, on the completion to Jake Knott. Completion out to the midfield stripe. That'll bring up third down and five. So third and five for the Mustangs. Mustangs will look to the sideline. They'll take this under four minutes before they throw the ball, or snap the football, I should say. So third and five. Football at the midfield stripe. They need the 45 for a first down. Bashir Jones in the game on the far side at corner. So Nathan Cabongo's day is done. Back to pass. Under pressure. Hake gets held on the play. No call made. Scrambling is Tate Richards, and Richards picks up enough for a first down before Brayton Benkickericks makes the stop right at the first down marker. And it's first down and 10 for the Mustangs with 334 and counting left to play in the game. So Morningside very content right now with the reserves in to play it very close to the vest. 49-14 defenders trailing. Tate Richards in the pistol. Movement. No flags, and now we do have a flag. We have a false start on the offense. Looked like the slot receiver on the far side. Randy Holmes might have actually gotten a little too eager. So first and 15, football back at the midfield stripe. Three minutes remaining in this contest. Morningside would be content to just pick up a couple more first downs and call it a day, it would appear. They accomplished what they set out to do today, and that is get back on track after Dort drew first blood. They scored 49 in a row before Dort. Got a touchdown back, handoff, and the carry on the left side, more than enough for a first down for Anthony Sims. Sims from the 50 all the way down to the 28-yard line, a gain of 22 on the play. And that's a Morningside first down with two and a half minutes remaining in the contest. So the Mustangs continuing to use the clock. And you start doing some of the math in your head. If Dort elects to not call timeouts and Morningside doesn't throw an incomplete pass, this could be the last series of downs. Two minutes left to play. Hand off to Sims. Sims, the ball carrier. Sims straight up the middle. Tackle made by Dort's Brayton Van Kickericks again. It's going to be second down and eight. Under a minute 50 remaining. 
Second down and eight yards to go. Football at the Dort 26-yard line. Morningside can take it under a minute 20, actually, before they snap this football. Tate Richards surveying the defense. Richards turns, hands, gives to Tupac. Tupac to the 19-yard line. Tupac Capella on the carry. Short of the first down by a yard. Down to the 19-yard line. And it's going to be third down and one for the Mustangs. Under a minute to go. 22 seconds on the play clock. So they can take it well under 40 seconds before they snap the football. And my guess would be that is exactly what Morningside will do. So third down and a yard. Morningside leading 49-14, and in all likelihood, barring something really strange, that's how this one's going to end. They hand it off to Sims. Sims, though, racing to the end zone, and he breaks one for a touchdown, a 19-yard touchdown run by Sims, and the Mustangs tack one on with 27 seconds remaining to make it 56, uh, pardon me, 55-14, to 14, pending the point after. 27 seconds remaining, and, uh, yeah, what do you say? Morningside, they've got the reserves in. Those guys want to do and want to produce and play as well. It's your responsibility to stop them. And uh, Sims with his second touchdown of the day. Morningside leads at 55-14. to 14. Another false start on the point after try on the Mustangs. That's the third time we've seen that out of their now eight point after tries. So that will be something they need to address. But other than that, they got the offense clicking. The Dort defense, really, for I thought a quarter and a half or so, played very, very well. And then Morningside started getting the timing down with the pass and uh, spread the Dort defense thin. And the Mustangs taking full advantage. And they now lead at 56-14 when the po- as the point after try splits the uprights. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Back with more in a moment. This broad- 27 seconds remaining. Morningside tacking on a score here late to make it 56-14. Over in Fremont, Midland leads Northwestern 22-17. No indication of how much time is left in that one, though. They were running just a shade behind this one. Football is downed inside the 20 by the defenders. Falling on top of it is Reese Schnell. And the defenders will come out with 27 seconds to work with. Trailing 56-14 for the defenders next week on the road to Jamestown. It'll be Dort's first trip up to Jamestown, North Dakota. I don't think there's any snow in the forecast. And they will be, uh, that'll be an overnighter. Leave on Friday. Get there and rest up and prepare. Play Saturday and then a late night home. Of course, you can hear that game on KDCR 88.5. No volleyball matches this week on KDCR as uh, the Defender women. A rare off week where they don't play midweek. Handoff up the middle. Not much there. 
two or three yard pickup on the play, and that might be the last play of the game. On the carry for the defenders, that's Reese Schnell. 12 seconds remaining. Maybe Dort will get one more off. This is Caleb Marish running quarterback. Dort will bunch things up. Maybe you take one shot down the field. Marish pitches wide right. They get it over to Raffy Carr. Carr forced out of bounds, and that's the ball game. Our final score, Morningside 56, Dort 14. Dort falls to 1-2 and two for the season, while the Morningside Mustangs go to 2-0. and oh. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll be back with the Wireless World postgame wrap and a final word from Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. The defender football team falls to Morningside 56-14. Would have liked to have stopped this one about uh, 10 minutes in. Dort was up 7-0 at that point. Defense was playing really well, I thought. Stopping the Morningside run, defending the pass, okay. Eli Bolden got Dort on the board first on an 80-yard reception and run from Tyler Reynolds to make it 7-0 after the Brett Zachman kick. Morningside eventually responded with an extended drive, 11 play, 96 yards. Austin Johnson, a 13-yard pass from Joe Dolancheck making it 7-7, seven to seven, and then it was A.J. Ponder, 23 yards and 99 yards. The 99-yarder was the one that really was the uh, was the gut punch, if you will, as uh, Dort had Morningside pinned deep in their own territory. 14-7 to seven was the score. Instead, it swings around to 21-7, to seven, and then to add insult to injury, Dort unable to uh, get, the foot, get points on the board at the end of the half when they had the ball inside the 20-yard line. I won't call it clock mismanagement, but they ran out of timeouts. They had to use timeouts earlier in the half. They had to use one with about 40 seconds remaining, and then they ended up taking a quarterback sack, worst-case scenario, unable to stop the clock, fourth down, unable to get the field goal team on the field in time for a field goal attempt. All that translates into coming up empty, and it just felt like those two things combined really took some of the momentum that Dort had in the first quarter. It was definitely not with them then in the second quarter into the second half. In the second half, Morningside tacked on two scores, one on a seven-play, 73-yard drive, the other a pick-six for 64 yards by Joel Katzer to make it 35-7. to Morningside tacked on two more scores, a 71-yard drive and a 35-yard drive to make it 49-7. Dort eventually scored on a Jake Dodge circus check from uh, uh, circus catch from Caleb Marish to make it 49-14 in the final 56-14 as Morningside gets one late with 27 seconds remaining. Morningside outgains Dort today 626 to 315. Dort 240 yards passing, Morningside 337, the defenders 9 of 18 passing, Morningside 24 of 38. Charlie Young, 28 yards on the ground as Dort's ground game very limited. Caleb Marish, 4 of 12 passing, 75 yards. Tyler Reynolds, 5 of 6, 165 yards. Ben Hevelhorst, 3 catches for 84 yards. Good to see the junior get some grabs. Jake Dodge, 2 yards for uh, two catches for 19 yards, including a touchdown. And Eli Bolden, 1 catch for 80 yards. Levi Sconehoven, 1 out of the backfield for 22 yards. Jake Dodge punted 6 times for the defenders for 41 yards per punt average. Elliot Benkickerix, eight solos, two assisted stops. Nathan Cabongo, seven and two. Connor Bosma, five and one. 
For Morningside, A.J. Ponder, 18 carries, 219 yards. You take away the 99-yard run, and he still had a very nice day, 17 carries for 120 yards, you'll take that, but then you tack on the record tire, I would imagine, maybe a record breaker of 99 yards, and uh, he's got a 216-yard net day. Anthony Sims, 6 for 54. Ethan Stratman, 5 for 18. Passing, Joe Dolan check, 21 of 35 passing, 279 yards, two touchdowns, nothing flashy, didn't throw an interception. Bo Ells, he was the backbreaker most of the day. He was Mr. You need 10, I'll get you 11. He had Eight catches for 76 yards. Austin Johnson, four for 41. Reed Jurgensmeyer, three for 86. Joel Katzer led Morningside with six solo and four assisted tackles. Once again, your final in football. It was Morningside over Dort by a final of 56 to 14. Elsewhere today in football play, as we take a look at the fairway scoreboard. Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center serving the community since 1991. Your scoreboard looks like this. Let's check that Northwestern Midland score. It is currently Midland 25, Northwestern 23. Looks like that game is still going on. Hastings with a 30-21 lead on Jamestown. Dakota Wesley and Briarcliff just underway. Doan and Tarleton State playing tonight. Concordia and Buena Vista also playing tonight. Dort goes to Jamestown next week. Morningside is hosting Midland. Midland knocks off Northwestern. That'll carry a lot of weight next week. Earlier today, women's cross country, the Dort women win it with 18 points. Dakota State second with 83. Olivia Couch wins it, 1934. She is the first of three defenders in succession across the line. Sarah Wensing second, Sienna DeYoung third, Greishley Caster fourth, Eden Winslow seventh, Jordan Boss tenth, Mary-Kate Postma twelfth. For the defender men, team effort, they score 28, Dakota State 42. Dakota State rated in the top 25 as well. Davis Tabin. Third place, 26-44. Eric Steiger, fourth. Nick Veldhorst, sixth. Joe Anderson, seventh. Anthony Yorso, eight. Trey Engen, nine. Chris Ellens with 11th. Dort women's soccer earlier today. Victorious over York. Spotted them two on the road. No problem for the defender women. I say that tongue-in-cheek. They score three unanswered in the second half. Catherine Coyman, a pair of goals. I believe Sarah Creasel had the other. 3-2, Dort runs their winning streak to 4. Dort men's soccer underway at York. That's just underway. And what else do we have? Dort volleyball this afternoon. A little over an hour from now, Christian Zalstra will be describing the action to you. Also, it'll be on a webcast at www.dort.edu athletics as uh, the defenders take on the Briarcliff Chargers in Great Plains Athletic Conference Volleyball Action. Love to see the defender volleyball team get back to their winning ways. It's been a tough start, a lot of it based on scheduling. Play teams in the top ten regularly, uh, you're going to have, you're going to learn a lot about yourself, and uh, let's see if the women from Dort can get things going today. So all in all, I don't know, mixed bag today here at uh, Elwood Olsen Stadium. Definitely saw some progress for the defenders. Defensively, I think this team is coming along, and uh, they are playing physically up front. Not sure they have enough bodies to make it through the season, but uh, defensively doing some good things. Offensively, 
got to get a piece or two here and there, and some of that could be just based on health. And uh, the coaching staff will continue to work with what they have and try to put that puzzle together. And uh, next week it's on the road at Jamestown, and uh, let's see if the defenders can even up their GPAC record next week. One and two overall. 0-1 in the conference. Would have loved to have been 2-1 and or 3-0, and obviously, at this point. But 1-2 and is where the Dort Defender football team is at. They'll keep building. Long ways to go in this one. Eight games remaining on the schedule. And you can hear them all on KDCR 88.5. Once again, the final score from Elwood Olsen Stadium. It was the number one rated Morningside Mustangs. 56. Dort. Number 24, Dort, 14. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. Have a good afternoon.